How's this sound for you? It sounds uh, pretty damn sexy. Sounds sexy? I got a sexy voice. Um... I've never been told that. I'm going to just say that you do uh, because I feel like flattering. I don't know. That's nice. I don't. I don't think I do. I was, I'm was. i very self-conscious about my voice. Yeah? Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Are we recording? We are recording. Oh, shit. Are, yeah. are we in it? We're in it. We uh, we're in it to win it, my 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 guy. My guy. My I'm guy. so it's nice. No, what was yeah. I talking about? I don't like my voice. Okay. I I, I was obsessed. I I remain obsessed with accents and dialects. Oh yeah, same. And dialogue and whatnot. Yeah. So when I was a kid and I was getting into movies and stuff and people would have different accents than my own. Yeah. I would always imitate them, and now I don't know what my real voice is. That's fair. But I think yeah. that all started out of me being like, I have an annoying voice. I can relate. I think I someone told me that at some yeah. point and it just got stuck. Just people are like, oh my God, Colin, just shut up. It's a weird thing like, to start yeah. when I can hear my voice so, you know, well right now in yeah. these cans. Oh, yeah. I'm realizing I don't have a horribly no. unattractive voice, but it's not great. It's just, it's your voice though. That's the it, thing. Yeah, it's, it's distinctive it's, to you. And it works well for comedy. It's like what Daniel Day-Lewis said, man, the voice is the thumbprint of the soul. Mm. That's the most pretentious. I like that actor. Yeah. But that's an v- extremely pretentious thing to oh, say. Extremely pretentious. I but I don't think Daniel Day-Lewis cares about being pre- seeming pretentious. I think he's like, I'm Daniel Day-Lewis. People- I mean, he, he just like, he was like, I made 15 movies or not even that. He made like 10 movies altogether in his entire that, career. That can't be right. It's like, it's it's a small It's not very, he's, ex- it's not he's famously choose. I don't know how that works very, as a struggling yeah. actor. Uh, he also like, not only famously, well like, famously choosy, he worked a lot with Paul Thomas Anderson and I can't imagine those are huge bankrolls, you know. I think now, because people think know that, well, he has done, how many movies has he done? He's only done two. Let's see, he did The Master He's he, not in the master. Yeah, he is. Daniel Day Lewis? I swear. No, he's you're not right. in the you're master. Right. You're right. He's not. That's uh. No, that's Phillips, right. massively that's, different that's, actors. Yeah. He. Yeah. You're thinking um, of Joaquin. I'm thinking of Joaquin. Uh, I mean, no, if they right. made that movie 30 years yeah. prior, they could have cast Daniel Day Lewis in that, and he probably would have crushed it. Yeah. Okay. So, but he wasn't. He was in uh, There Will Be Blood, and he was in um, The Phantom Thread, and mm-hmm. I feel like there was another one he might have been in. I think that's it, bro. That's it. Because he's not in Boogie Nights. No. He's not in Heart 8. No. Paul Thomas Anderson's also, it's easy comparison to make because yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson hasn't made too many movies. No. Uh, All things considered. He's, uh, he's married to Maya Rudolph. Yeah. Yeah. He's got that. Uh, he must have a really good sense of humor, like privately. Yeah. yeah I, I listened so. to his interview on Mark Maron's podcast a while back, mm-hmm. and he just seemed like the most normal guy like i know that doesn't seem like a revelation that seems obvious right yeah but yeah, i yeah. i find it very endearing when i listen to interviews with artists and they don't sound like artists yeah you know what i mean yeah okay yeah okay something i strive for my just, false <laughs> humility <laughs> yeah. i'm a, just, an extremely pretentious person gene yes yeah like I, i'm looking at you and i don't like you you don't like me. No, no. I like you a lot, you like actually. A lot. All right. I couldn't, Thank you. I couldn't, Thank even, you. Yeah. Go, I couldn't I was, even do it as a bit. I was going to say, dude, you're like one of the few people that I consistently see and just give a hug to. You're a huggy boy when it I comes a, to the two of us. I am a huggy boy with most people, but yeah. not everybody's a huggy, huggy-y, you know? Yeah, you know, no, not everyone likes to be touched. No. That's something I've, I, I've learned that I'm very touchy. 
Yeah. And people in Portland are uncomfortable. By it. My, my, my girlfriend recently asked me why I'm so clingy. And I was like, I was like, do you not like it? And she's like, no, I like it. I just don't know why you're so like, what, like, I'm just not used to it. I'm not used to guys being the one that's the one who like leans their head against me. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. Do like, you find yourself to be inherently unlovable? I find myself to be inherently very lovable. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, good, I, good, good. I I have a lot of love to give and a lot of love to to uh, receive. I love you know? hell yeah, Gene. Yeah. I'm very happy. I have an intense feeling that no one likes me and that I'm okay. a burden to everyone. That's what I deal with. Every, and I've, I've been okay. You know, I was talking about it with my wife earlier today. Yeah, and. Uh, so I think I tend to be a little bit more affectionate because I'm like, don't leave. <laughs> I'm See, like, keep liking me. But- See, I think that in the comedy scene, I feel like that in the comedy scene a lot yeah, of times. Yeah. But like in real life and like my everyday, like family, friends, you know, just normal, whatever, like even just like interactions with just random, like, like stores that I go to on a regular basis and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I feel very much like appreciated and I've also had a lot of people when I've been feeling unappreciated be like, no, bud, you are appreciated. Also, yeah. that's what happens, by the way, when you go for a long period of time and just consistently just bleed out your feelings to people. You just go by bud by a lot of people. A lot of people call you buddy. doesn't matter. Yeah. They could be 13 years younger than you, and they'll still call you buddy. Well, you're my I think especially yeah. in comedy, I tend to call everybody by some variation of bud, buddy, yeah. homie, yeah. homes. Like something like, because it's all, we're Sherlock. all in the same club. Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because homes. Yeah, yeah. That took me a second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Good on you. Yeah, thank you. I rolled right over it. Yeah. You didn't even let it. No. I didn't even... It took... Yeah. Yeah, it just happened. Damn. Yeah. Jokes. Jokes. <laughs> just right into it. Oh, man. You got a good sound system. I hear myself blowing it out, and I'm not blowing it out. Yeah. Should I keep... Is it good distance? Am I too loud? No, I mean, you... So, I I, I would say keep it close to your mouth, even if you're right. self-conscious about it. I am. Because... When I edit it, I regulate the noise, the sound. Oh, I like that. Okay, so, cool. so I want to get crystal clear. So you could be like this, like real loud, you know? Yeah, that's but a very good note. Yeah, I need that. Yeah, like I don't care because I have a podcast. Yeah, I don't know why I'm whispering it now. Why are you whispering it? Because I don't. It yeah. seems it seems arrogant to bring up my podcast on another podcast. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to eventually ask you for plugs anyway. Oh, so, okay. Sick. You know, well, then let's yeah. save it for that. We'll save it for that. But I'm, I'm bad. I'm a bad yeah. sound engineer. I'm probably the wrong person to run a podcast. You know, it took me uh, at least 10 episodes before I realized that I was doing really bad audio for a while. Like, I was my, recording bad audio. It's funny. It's, I, I hope... Uh, I just got back this uh, last week from a, a, a wedding... Yeah, in Pittsburgh. Right? Okay, one of my closest friends, dudes I grew up, one of the dudes I grew up with, uh, yeah, got married. So then he lives out in Pittsburgh. So we went to the wedding. We got all Airbnb for like seven of us. Yeah, so like three, four of us, good boy friends mm-hmm. <laughs> from back in the day, making and out. Three of our significant others in town for the wedding, yeah. making out the boyfriend, making thing. out. We're I, it's each the first butts. time we all acknowledged to each other that we experimented with one another sexually. Yeah. 
and it felt very like yeah you know yeah fucked yeah. around a little the, bit. the wives were just like you know what this is just we just I we're used to this at this my point. one buddy's girlfriend who yeah. he hasn't been with as long as the rest of us have been with our respective partners yeah, yeah, yeah. was very thrown by that uh, <laughs> but it was a great time and it was it was it's like how you're talking about when yeah. you know you go into the right situation and people say hey you're appreciated yeah i got that hit i needed that yeah, hit it's like this that last it's week. like that snl uh sketch where paul rudd has a family i think it's paul rudd yeah the where they makes out with each other the, like the, the full the mouth kisses checks. yeah, yeah the vocal, the vocal checks. checks yeah they just full mouth kisses yeah yeah, yeah. bill haters the brother Dwayne, yeah. who always just got a new job that sucks <laughs> apparently i do remember that it's, he's like i just got a job downtown breaking down boxes he says or something once <laughs> yeah. i'm like nice but uh I love Bill Hader. Uh, that's good stuff. Uh, who doesn't? But, I mean, uh, he's he's gotten a big push lately with that whole uh, the meme from the uh, the one where he's dancing and he got. Oh the, yeah, 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 yeah. And this and all. It's weird to think yeah. of that. That's from like apparently like a cut for time sketch too. Yeah, yeah. A like lot the, of them are. Lot of those, some of those yeah. end up being the good ones because they take them. I don't know exactly how the uh, writing process works, but my understanding yeah. is like. Writers go through it. Whole cast goes through it. Okay, mm-hmm. great. We get an audience in there. And a lot yeah. of times that's where things get cut. Yeah. Because they're just like, don't get it. But there end up being sketches that like all the writers absolutely love. Yeah. And the cast are like, that was really funny. We all thought that was, was like the reference is too specific. Mm-hmm. And you're, it didn't play at all. And they, those end up being the ones that you hear the coolest stories from. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you fucking idiot, Lauren? My, I'm going to call out Lauren Michaels on your podcast. Okay. All right. Obsessive comic disorder. Lauren Michaels, yeah. listen to your fucking writers because the audience is wrong half the time. <laughs> and also stop hiring writers that are the children of your former writers. Yeah. All of the kids who are doing the new like digital short sketch. It's not. It's just a pre-filmed dumb little sketch. Yeah. All of those guys are Nepo babies. All yeah. of those Dudes working at SNL all have dads who are higher ups at SNL or NBC or whatever. Oh, for sure. Fuck. For and, sure. No, it's confirmed. I'm not, yeah. this isn't like a, I would assume it's a yeah, thing. Yeah. It's like, why? I mean, I get it. I don't mm-hmm. really get I, I, I'm bitter because I'm not in that world <laughs> professionally. Dude, think about, think about all the, like, the great, the, the, like, not only great SNL guests, but, like, just entertaining comedians. Like, Zach Alfanakis yeah. tried to get on SNL. Like, well, they're wrong a lot. Yeah. Like, and he's one of the, anytime he's a guest on there, he's great. You know, yeah. Cause he's Zach Alfanakis. Yeah. But, you know, I should introduce you on the show. Sorry. I should say, <laughs> no, this is, dude, I did an episode with, Bjorn Ryan Gorman yeah. uh, last week, which will release by the time this is out, it'll be released last week. Bjorn's last episode. Be, yeah, he's the most recent. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, crossover. Um, we did the entire episode before I introduced him on the episode and said I've the name of the podcast. You said the podcast name before I said the podcast name. Is that a faux pas? That is... No, nah, I don't care. All right. I, there well, is it no, feels like I'm doing your job for you, frankly. Yeah, well, like, you know, I, uh, I, I, you I prefer order. to do things genely, but, you know. Uh, I uh, get fucked. <laughs> get, there's no name. There's no way to make a joke out of my name. <laughs> Other than like... You could just say Colin Lee. I mean, come Colin on. Colin Lee? Yeah, you just... It's... It, it, it's, it's not okay. Great... So I heard you're going to introduce me. I, I yes, I was going to go off into hear, another story. You did hear you. I was going to introduce you. I'm going to see. I'm going to tie it in. I'm going to tie your words in together yeah. with what I was about to say. Thanks for listening. This is obsessive comic disorder. As always, I'm Gene DeWeber, your host, and today I've got Colin Maddox. Oh my God, that was so well done. Thank you. That was so hot. 
Yeah. You have a hot voice. Thank you. I can, now that I've been, I've got it in my cans, <laughs> I can bring it around to when we started talking. I yeah. think you have an attractive voice, Gene. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, pre- <laughs> I don't think, have a I'm not, I don't even like, I'm not going to deny it. I've got a hot girlfriend. I don't know how, you know? Yeah. So it's... <laughs> that sounded rude. <laughs> I've never seen her. I don't know yeah, what she yeah, looks like. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure she's very nice. That's... She is very nice. Yeah. And she's very nice looking. I don't so, want to you know, say that because I'm not sure of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we could have different tastes, you and I. Yeah. Do you like blonde women? Uh, well, my current girlfriend is black, but... Okay, well, there's blonde ones of those, too. I mean, sure, but this <laughs> this this one is not. She is very attractive. She's yes. a very good-looking woman. She's a... Yeah, I... And yeah, I, I feel like you just wanted me to say your girlfriend was good-looking. I... I just... I you, you're don't validated, need, bro. I don't need anyone else to know, think that, or know that. Ah, just me. Even though I said it on the podcast <laughs> for multiple people to listen to, and for in fact, probably her at one. Well, point. Well, and I'll just say it too, in case yeah. she listens to it. I have a hot wife. Yeah. So there you go. There, there you go, honey. There, I did yeah. it. We are the the hot uh, uh, hot partner SO crew. Hot hot partner crew right here. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Hot partner. Mm. USA. Hot partner USA. Why get, get a partner anywhere else? Yeah. Uh, that's what I always say. That's what, although my, my girlfriend's from Africa. So. Is she? Yeah, originally. Are we talking like multi generations ago or like, like no, no, she similar? like she she moved from Africa like four to here. years ago. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, We're in Africa. Like South Africa. South Africa. Her, South Africa. Her, yeah, yeah. You go down there and you you get some prunes. <laughs> you get some prunes. That's think, how they say it to me, Dandy. Dad, dad's from Ghana, though. Ghana. Ghana. Yeah. Not Hira. Ghana. Not here. Ghana. Yeah. That's mm. a good one. I got one. You got it. You got Let's it. Count in. it up. You got it in. That's the last one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wait a minute, <laughs> honey. Gonna add it up. Gonna add it up. Yeah. You yep. like the Violent Femmes? I do. I, I do. do. I just kind of yeah. really, really recently got into them. Yeah. Because I like punk music, but I also like. I'm going to let you go on. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that took me a second. You do this when we're talking, and pe- and, and like I like it because I'm always like, yeah, you should have done that. Yeah, but immediately bef- after, I am filled with rage, <laughs> like to the top of my eyebrows with rage, with with righteous yeah. Celtic indignant rage. Yeah. That's what I'm, I'm trying to say. I, I am really quick on my feet with these, by the way. It's like, great. It's, just, it's I'm, fun. But this, a second after that goes away, I'm yeah. like, ah, Gene. Ah, Gene. <laughs> ah, Gene. Our boy Gene. He's a yeah. funny one. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask you some question? Yeah. If you got a question, <laughs> sure. Get some question. How long have you been doing this podcast? Oh, I started it in 2021, so yeah. about two years now. Yeah. Nice, nice. And did it always just be you're talking with comics about comic books, or you're talking yeah. with anybody about comic books? It's always been comics. That was my whole thing, because I thought that's, you know, I I wanted... I just thought it would be more fun to say comic disorder instead of comics disorder for some reason, but... Uh, I mean, it makes sense because you yeah. seem obsessive well, like, about comic books and yeah. comic people. Exactly. And, uh, com- well, it's also like it's a it's a play on compulsive disorders, not compulsives. So, you know. That's true. Yeah. You only get one compulsive. Yeah, you only get one. Just one. Yeah. Only... If you get two, then, then, then it's just a party. Do you have any compulsivities? Uh, I don't know if that's the right word. <laughs> I 
think I'm a little OCD, to be a honest. Little OCD, I think I'm a little organized OCD. stuff. Organized stuff. I mean, there's some stuff around, I guess, right now, but even like, even the stuff that's like out of disorganized right now is still in the right place. It's just not in the right spot on the right place. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, had a quick story in college. I was in a creative writing class, right? Okay. And I went to this, uh, as we were fanning out in seats and this one, I was talking with my classmates sitting next to me. Okay. And this one girl who was sitting in front of us turned around right after she sat down and went, <laughs> excuse me, and went, I have OCD, don't cough behind me. Oh. And I didn't hear it because she said mm. some kind of over. And then as soon as she turned around, apparently I heard later, yeah. as soon as she turned around, I caught like naturally didn't not doing it to fuck with her. Yeah. And she turned around and just went, I'm fucking serious. <laughs> and I went, I'm serious, too. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was a miscommunication moment. And uh, I didn't like that person, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm quick to judge. I'm you kind should, of cruel. I you should have made them angry really nice. by saying I'm hecking uh, furious right now. I'm hecking furious. I'm hecking furious. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I'm hacking a serious, furious. Like you, you just right. you escalate it. You know, you gotta escalate. Yeah, you gotta escalate. You gotta drive an escalade. You <laughs> escalate. Uh, what I Cadillac? You gotta in social gravitate. skills. <laughs> you gotta gravitate. Yeah, you gotta uh, <laughs> put your mind and meditate. Where's the love, y'all? Where's the love? People killing, people dying. <laughs> That was my phone. Children heard it. No, that was his conscious that just that was, dropped yeah, when my, I pulled yeah. out the black eyed peas. Practice what you preach. Practice in the peach. Practice in the peach. Call you me know by what? your name. I like butts. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> are we going to talk about this We're book? We're going to talk about this book. Yeah. <laughs> we read. Uh, this is great. <laughs> I'm having such a good time. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. This is, this, is, this is the experience, man. This is the experience. We're in your bedroom. Yeah. It's a little warm. I like it. I like. Nice I'm not muggy. mad with a stuffy room these days. A little days. stuffy, you know, because <laughs> I don't have, I don't have air conditioning and <sighs> editing out a fan is too much. It's too much. We don't seem to believe in air conditioning in this state. No, it's part of the reason why I haven't brought my podcast you know, back. We're not really bit. conditioned to it, you know. <sighs> Start headbutting your mic. So centralized you air. These. Centralized air. See, I even yeah. used it. I didn't even go back to using the other words. See, you know? see that's a great writer's we, trick. That's what we should have taken. We should yeah. start calling like people who make central air companies should take the term CIA yeah. away from the Central Intelligence Agency because mm. central internalized airflow mm. would be a really good idea. That's or a great conditioned idea. internal air, yeah, you know, would be a really good way to just take the power from the CIA because they used to be called the OSS. That's true. Office of Strategic Services. That's true. I believe. Yeah. Back in World War II before they were toppling governments and stuff in the fucking Central America. Yeah. You know what? You know what else takes place in America? That Texas blood. Sure does. Very specific part of America. Very specific part of America. I read the first six, as was my homework. Yeah, which is the first story arc. This is great. Yeah. It it does feel a bit like Twilight Zone-y, Alfred Hitchcock Presents by way of Texas. Oh, for sure. It is kind of almost, it's a very similar plot to the first ever episode of Alfred Hitchcock Presents, I think. Really? Yeah. I have not actually watched Alfred Hitchcock Presents. I've watched a good amount of Hitchcock films. I mean, it's his TV show. It's very similar to Cabinet of Curiosities we were talking about, the Guillermo del Toro one. 
but they're all or like Twilight Zone yeah. or Twilight Zone. They're all like a half hour yeah. and they're old school and they were on TV. I watched Black them with my Mirror. mom. Black yeah, Mirror Black is a Mirror's big one every once yeah. in a while these days. But it uh, s- similar. Pl- I don't know how much you want to talk about the plot or not talk about the plot. Well, I'd mean, say we talk about the plot because right. this this isn't I'll just to give people a, a, a information. This is an anthology series. So we read the first story arc, which is specifically about a guy whose brother dies and he lives in California now with his girlfriend, who is uh, kind of a yuppie, to be honest. She's kind of a yuppie, um, and he's he's got he's got some like deep dark, you know, deep darkness inside of him because him and his brother used to get in trouble, but his brother stayed and he still got in trouble and was murdered. So he's come back. He's come back. It's very like Western. It's very like a, it's like a, it's got a like, kind of like Cormac McCarthy feel to it a little I bit. I very much identified with that. Yeah. Uh, especially because of the idea of the old sheriff who is involved in the story, but not. Yeah. It's interesting how <laughs> he these... is the consistent between all of the stories. He's the Ron he's Sterling. The, he's the main, he's the main character without really realizing he's the main character right away. He's the, I like that he looks like Sam Elliott. He does. He looks a lot like Sam. And there's Big Tommy Lee Jones in No Country for Old Men. Oh, yeah. Because that's very much that. For sure. I think this is very much that kind of thing, too. And he's philosophizing with his wife. (laughs) Yeah. Those scenes seem like they were like straight out of like a McCarthy Coen Brothers deal. And they introduce him as a character and as a central character in the first issue before they get into that first arc, Mm -hmm. too. They have the whole thing where he's trying to recover someone's casserole his dish. casserole dish his, his casserole dish his wife's casserole dish and he gets not to spoil i don't know are we spoiling let's just spoil it's fine he gets it's a great little story because there's a young woman in town who's his boyfriend's a shithead drunk mm-hmm. he's beating her up it's a small town in west texas right yeah so everybody knows everybody sheriff's wife has her casserole dish at the beat woman's home yeah. goes over there to get it back won't let the cop in Pulls over the guy later, and he's covered in blood and viscera. Yeah. And he's holding a gun. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Joe Bob, the uh, sheriff, holds a gun on him, tells him not to do it. Dude shoots himself, blows his brains out, and he looks in the back seat. And what is covered in Texan brain <laughs> but the casserole dish. Oh, I'm yeah. like, oh, it's a perfect little cap. It's great. To the it's end great. of that story. Because he just does that old thing where he just goes, well... When there's a scene, there is a scene, there's a flashback scene with him talking to some other guy around a fireplace, too. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's is so good. It's so great. Because you don't really fully get what that story is. Yeah. Which you don't really need it. But he's talking, it seems like, to his dad. I to, like, so. his old man who he killed his killer. Yeah. It seemed like. Someone shot his old man, so he shot the shooter. Yeah. Is what it seemed like. And it was like a flashback PTSD kind of exactly. dream ski thing. And I, I, it tied in like tonality. I like this stuff that kind of mixes the horror mm-hmm. and the just thriller because it's based very much. It's not supernatural really in any way. You feel like a little foreboding. I don't know if the other yeah. arcs are. They they get more into horror as it goes along. Do they? So this one definitely like the, the scenes with the blood and him like his alcoholism and like yeah. this like they have like him like drowning in it. Yeah. Great, great visuals. Uh, Jacob Phillips, who is talking about nepotism, son of Sean Phillips, which is another excellent artist. Originally, he was doing the colors for his dad's books, you know, um, which I will say 
since he started doing the colors for his dad's books, it started escalating the quality or for an already a terrific artist who's been around since the eighties. Yeah. What I think is fascinating about this though, is Chris Con- Chris Condon, the writer was a journalist before this. He has, uh, this is his first like work of fiction from my understanding. Yeah. into fiction. And it's a comic book. It's an excellent, like, there's something to be said about like knocking it out of the park with your first try. You know? well, or at least, well, yeah. it's probably not his first try, but it's his first, you know, first like release. I tell you, I really admire journalists. Like, yeah. uh, and it seems like that's something of what the character Randy is kind of into. It seems like he's a writer. He's yeah. like a fiction writer, but uh, it's assumed kind of because he has this short yeah. story, like this. Uh, short story segments at the end of each issue. Yeah, and I think that's part of the Which script. Really skimmed because they well, so they have the script, <laughs> right? Yeah. There's a point where his his girlfriend, the blonde girl, I forgot her name. Yeah, yeah. What's but her name? Jessica. Jessica. Jen. Jessica. Or Jen or like Jessica? That. Yeah, a J word. You know, the, uh, one of them J's. I will say this is my bugaboo, and it's Texas, so yeah. I, I think it's very accurate to probably you know the setting and stuff, what have you, but. Writers, we need to get better about getting creative with our names of characters. <laughs> yeah. Like Joe Bob is a great name for a sheriff oh, in yeah. Texas. Oh, absolutely. As a writer, like I'm trying to get weird with names. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to, too, obviously. But Rita, like you ever see? I never read the book, though. I own a copy of it. Uh, oh, it's Paul Thomas Anderson, Inherent Vice. Oh, OK. Do you yeah. ever see that? I tried watching the movie. It's a little, it's kind of slow. It's slow and it's yeah. not, it's kind of ambly. It's a hangout yeah, movie. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's a hangout. That's also a detective story. It's kind of in the same vein as like Jackie Brown almost. Okay. I think. So Which, Jackie Brown's a little more exciting because it's Tarantino. Because it's Tarantino. But I think that they exist in a weird kind of cousinry with one another, Okay, uh, you know, in terms of like. What's it's a mystery kind of yeah it's yeah, kind of yeah. you know but it, or a mystery thriller mm-hmm. that also involves just primarily people sitting at tables talking yeah which, which I like which, which Thomas Anderson does a great job yeah he does yeah. a great job he's a great writer uh, but um what was I talking about oh the names in Pynchon it's Thomas Pynchon wrote the book but the mm-hmm. names in that are just fun yeah. like just be they, I don't care if it sounds real. Yeah, there's Maya Rudolph's character in that. His name is like Petunia Leeway or something (laughs) like just the name that would not happen. Yeah. And uh, I think that's great. Just get weird. Shasta Faye Hepworth, I think, is the the love interest's name. That's not a name. One thing I I, I actually really (laughs) enjoy this. this, this, It's it's completely out of left field. But what makes me think of is the uh, the Riverdale, the, the Archie show. Yeah. What I love about that series is the unrealism of the names, not because the names are unrealistic, because at one time they made sense. But you have characters in the year 2016 that have names of character of people that would exist like as kids during the 50s. Yeah, it doesn't, it's dated as fuck. Yeah. The names like, are Ver- Okay, Veronica, sure. I, I could don't, maybe I don't see. There's that many Veronicas. No, anymore. not anymore, but I could see it. You know, I could yeah. see a Veronica now. But like, uh, I, what is it? Um, <laughs> Maisel or something like that or whatever what is her name uh, the girl that that in the comics likes Jughead but they just completely took that out oh I don't know um, Mabel may something like that Maisel. there's like there's like there's like names like that there's uh you know uh uh, uh Hiram Lodge Hiram 
Who's Hi, there's a yeah, good name? It's a great name. We got to bring back Hiram. Great name, but you're not going to see a Hiram that's uh, younger than ninety. You but know? here, yeah, Betty even just Betty. Betty is not a young you know, but person's like it's, name. Anymore. It's a sexy name though. You, know? you think? It's, I think well because I think of Betty Page. Betty you know? Page that checks out. There's yeah. some good looking Bettys in the there's world. Some, yeah. But I think Betty, Betty Boop, Betty, I mean, Boop, Betty yeah. Draper though. Betty Draper, yeah, January <laughs> Jones, physically attractive. Yeah, I think of attractive horrible women. human being though. Oh, like, for sure. It's for sure. hard for me to like that. Honestly, she kind of ruined Betty for me, Betty Draper did. Betty Draper? Well, and January I, Jones has this weird ten- tenacity. Or, that's not the word. Tendency? Tendency. There we go. I, she has this weird great tendency. English, Gene. Yeah. Great. I, uh, I know words. I know words, too, but sometimes I mix them up. Uh, <laughs> January Jones is kind of a wooden actor. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, she's not great. She's not great. She did great as that character because that character was written to work with her. To black. have been wooden as well. Wooden, and yeah. to be like really good looking, but yeah. not a lot going on. Yeah. Upstairs. And that, that not being her Sa- fault. Same she's thing been in, raised to be led by her yeah. appearance. Same thing with her character in The Last Man on Earth, right? Did you watch that with uh, Wolf Orton? Yeah, and a lot of people have told me to. That's I have so not good. gotten around to it. So she plays a character that essentially, as it goes along, she just kind of turns into a psychopath. Nice. Which works great for her level, her style of acting. You know who doesn't work for her style of acting? The character Emma Frost in the X-Men movie she was mm-hmm. in. Not a great version of that character. Emma Frost is is a cold character yeah. by all means. And well, she is like, she's manipulative and all this other stuff. But you got to have a little bit of personality. Just a little bit. You know? Yeah, I remember not. I like I was into that movie till she had lines. Because <laughs> I was like, oh my God, James McAvoy. I love yeah. James McAvoy. Oh, Michael Faz. Oh my God. But Kevin Bacon is the yeah. villain Jennifer in this Lawrence? movie. Great. Jennifer Lawrence. What's his head? Who's in the great Na- Nicholas Holt? Yeah. Or whatever his name yeah. is. Good stuff. Renfield, by the way. Fun movie. Did you like it? I liked it. I heard that the, it looked, I was like, this is going to be good. But when I got kept getting YouTube ads for mm-hmm. it, that is a turnoff for me oh, to yeah. go see a yeah. movie. Yeah. Because it, it tells me that the, the studio doesn't have very much faith in it. Best way doing to well it. on its own merit. Best way to put this. If you're looking for an Oscar winner, don't go see Renfield. But if no. you're looking for a fun, like, 2010 kick-ass style movie. Oh, uh, okay. That's fun. Like, hyper-violent, very, like, a lot of offbeat humor. Like, using vi- using gore for the sake of funny, you know? That's and good. Nicolas Cage. And Nicolas Cage's Dracula seems yeah, like a lot of fun. Yeah, Aquafina as a, as a cop that's, like, confused about what's going on because she's in a corrupt city because she's in... Copwafina. She's in, uh... Copwafina. Cop- yeah. You're learning. Squad car Quafina. That's where I was going with this. That's too many. That's words. too. It's, it's too it's, long. That's you're I'll you're stop. you're you. you, you <laughs> I like, should have left. It. Okay, phonetic humor is fun, right? <laughs> phonetic humor is great, but what's not great is when is phonetic humor. Someone that's not a fan of rap music. Oh, I'm, I'm, I, I, I enjoy rap music. Um, I, I don't compare yourself to a rapper. That's what I'm, I'm saying. not comparing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't really listen to rap when I was a kid because my parents are white Midwestern lesbians. So it was just, you know, <laughs> yeah. a lot of 70s rock and country. Heavy Christians, yeah, too. Not, that's well, um, one of them. Uh, really? Interesting. Well, Catholic. You know, oh, okay. that's, it, yeah. that's Christian, but, you know, it, that's good beat into you. It's hard to get rid of it. That's, that's like a cultural Despite thing. Of the it's, fact like, it's like Judaism with yeah, a lot of people. Yeah. Is, I think it's very comparable, and a lot of people don't like 
yeah yeah people don't want to admit that compar- yeah. it's to be fair a lot easier to walk away from being a catholic i think than a jewish person Me, it, sure. i mean there's not an ethnicity tied in with catholic catholicism mm, irish well, yeah, but there's so many. But there's Catholic, also there's, there's also Polish, Roman, Catholic, Italian. Or, there's Spanish. Yeah. There's people in Central America. There's people in like there's Catholics in Africa. Like that's true. I just think know. of I just think of Irish because of every Irish mob movie. Everyone's Catholic in those movies. Well, yeah, yeah, and it is a big de- it was a well, big Italians deal in Ireland. Too. The Italians yeah. and that's it's interesting. But yeah. the other thing is like. The big thing with Catholic, real quick, Catholic history for you. I think it is as time went on post-Reformation, it ended up, they shifted their interest to the poor people of whatever area. That makes sense. And specifically went for them because of the opulence of the Catholic Church, which the bourgeoisie around the time of Martin Luther had found distasteful. Mm -hmm. But they it appealed to peasants because it was lofty and seemed aspirational. And I think the Catholic Church has then, has used that to then, you know, impact and be the predominant church for many oppressed peoples the world over what i think is great though right and use it to take their money by the way and not better their lives in any way oh yeah not at all what i think is great though is that the the, like lutheran to catholicism is punk pop to punk it's similar enough that you you could almost confuse it for the same thing if you're ill informed yeah, certainly certain eras yeah. of pop punk and punk. Yeah. Because like, a lot of overlap between like, it's like the difference between well, like, the Dead Kennedys and Green Day. Yeah. Or like early Blink-182 even, like like the, the first album, like uh, like Dude Ranch, for example. Well, I don't know if that's their first album, but I Dude Ranch. I hate Blink-182. But like, but like, you know, you hear the songs, damn it, you know, and it's got more of the, you know, it's got more of the, 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 the faster beats. It's got the more like it's. They kind of also sort of them and Green Day together just created a the punk. That's pop the two, thing. isn't it? And with pop punk, it's like you're either it's, a Green yeah. Day kid or you're a Blink One Eighty Two kid. Yeah, and if you were one, you did not know shit about the other. That's and funny. I was a Green Day. I liked kid. both. At the time. Green Day kids are the ones who smoke weed. Blink One Eighty Two kids are the ones who steal their parents' vodka. Oh, for sure. And, oh, for sure. Or 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 you know just steal their little brother's ADHD meds. And yeah. crush them up and boof them. <laughs> did you ever well, do that? No, I did. No, I was, I was, I was, I was actually like a really good religious kid for most of my life. Oh, yeah, like you. most of my life. <laughs> uh, so when did you, you walk away? I walked away at 29, but I'm still like, I'm, I'm like the Pete Holmes style where like, it's not like, I still kind of like think that maybe there's some sort of a God out there yeah. and I'll still pray sometimes, you know? And like, like my my girlfriend's Christian and, uh, I was about to do a, the joke, the classic, you know, like gay people, like not that there's anything wrong with that, you know, just just because that would be not, funny. I mean, just because that would be funny, you know, not because yeah. I care. That sounds like something yeah. I should say because yeah. I'm pretty <laughs> openly anti-religion, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Uh, but um, what did you have a flavor of Christianity that I, you your family did with? I I grew up uh, Pentecostal. Oh yeah, shit! So talk, like fucking with snakes. And yeah, 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 yeah. Where'd you grow? Well, up? We didn't. We fuck. We didn't, we weren't part of the southern. That's a southern Pentecostal. Yeah, but it's all the same idea, right? That the yeah. world's ending soon, and we world's need to. Soon. We really need to fucking get this shit together yeah. before the world ends. Yeah, which and, is weird because if the world's ending, then why would you? It seems like you just need to chill. Yeah, Pentecostals always seem very intense to me. Yeah, yeah. Is that accurate? They, it's yeah. Well, like there, a lot of them are very formal. Yeah. Well, being charismatic, because like they're, you know, they got the, they got the speaking their tongues. You go to the right one. You got people with like uh, the ribbon wand thing, you know, and she's dancing like a hippie. You know, you know what I'm talking about? No. 
there's uh, there's like there was. I know what ribbon dancing is. I've never seen it dancing. in the context I saw of it at multiple <laughs> Pentecostal churches. To be honest, ribbon dancing. And you saw yeah. people like speaking in tongues. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. I used to have a joke about that actually about the whole like ribbon. Like, yeah, thing. I just saw a TikTok yeah. about that. You want to hear about it? Sure. <laughs> I don't Why know not? if this is going to offend you. Okay. Um, no, okay, cool. <laughs> it's someone that's talking about speaking in tongues. And yeah. uh, what you have to do, apparently, according to this person, is anytime you see someone uh, speaking in tongues at like a Christian service, yeah. what you should say is, I can, I know what they're saying. Yeah. I can understand what they're saying. Yeah. And then people go, what are they saying? And you go, I'm closer to God than you. <laughs> That's what Dude, that they're was, saying. See, that's that's okay. So it's that's funny, but like that's actually the thing they would always do. Like the like because there was the belief that like one of the beliefs I grew up with was like speaking in tongues is pointless if you don't have someone to interpret it, right? So they would have like I would go to these church services where the someone would speak in tongues. They would they would say they would you know they'd be like boom shakalaka laka laka or whatever you know yeah exactly like you know um, bullshit yeah bullshit you know uh, whatever um so they would do that right and I think it's funny because I think my girlfriend goes to a Pentecostal church anyway uh things just it just comes around you know it's what goes around comes around um you can't get out man you can't get out I just like Texas yeah. Yeah. I got to say, though, if, if God exists, right, and like, if the part of me that thinks that God exists is right, right, because I have, I, I look at myself as a dual, at least a duality, if not like more, more, you, you know, seem multifaceted. Open-minded. I'm open-minded. So if the part of me that believes that God exists, exists, and the, the part of my dad that thinks that he prayed her to happen in my life is real, Fuck yeah, good, good, good on yeah. you, God. You know that's what I'm saying. If the um, good parts are real, hey, good, yeah. that's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I got um, a lot of question about the bad parts, though. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it ends up being real and I get to the gates and they're like, "All right, plead your case." Yeah. Why do you get in? And I'm like, "Well, look, I know I haven't been the best student. <laughs> I know I've been talking yeah. out of turn a lot mm-hmm. uh, and saying some stuff about the administration." But you know who else was? The Apostle Paul. And Damn come straight. On. Yeah. Paul. Paul. Yeah. Point at him. That yeah, should be yeah. your guest host. Your uh, co-host is just the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul. Yeah. yeah. The the entire, like, most of the New Testament, yeah. basically. Like, anything after Jesus is just Paul, basically, for the most good part. good point. A lot of people like, think he wrote most, like... He, yeah, most of it. And then there's, like... And then Revelations is written by a guy named John that's not even, like, any of the other Johns that, ex- that like... Everybody thinks like for a long time they thought I thought it was like oh I thought it was like John like first John or John the Baptist or John the Baptist you know because there's Jesus's brother John and there's another John but then it's like no the Revelations is another John because mm-hmm. John is apparently a very common name during this period of time it, not in that part of the world no <laughs> that's that the weird name. part that's the weird part you know but it, but and it's well, also probably not Gene, John it was, it was it was it was made up. Well, for sure, for, like, sure, for sure, for also, sure, for sure. Also, have you heard the, the, I think it's kind of a stupid theory, but I, mm-hmm. I hope it's true, mm-hmm. is that the entire idea of Christianity in the New Testament is meant to be a metaphor because they weren't allowed to talk about taking mushrooms and having I've orgies. I've heard about that. I've heard about so that, So it's yeah. the idea that everything Jesus does and everything he teaches is stuff to be identified, like talking about taking from the earth and tripping on mushrooms yeah. and like fucking people. I've actually heard that like there, the, the like, Christianity might've actually derived from like an ancient fertility cult. Well, yeah. Which actually makes a whole lot of And then the of idea sense, of the New Testament is 100% like a metaphor life. and we just completely forgot. Yeah. 
But that's the other thing is I don't think that in our modern times, our identi- our pro-life yeah. like uh, ideas mm-hmm. that like people are talking about now. And I'm a little heated about this topic because sure. the governor of Kim Reynolds called a special session to mm-hmm. vote on this bullshit. I'm a little heated um, in this room. So. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it, it's insane. But it's, uh, yeah, it, it, I, I don't think any of those beliefs are in the Bible that I've read. And sure. I've read it through yeah. twice. Uh, once yeah. just when, because it was around and another and time. second I, time because James Earl Jones wrote it, read it. So. <laughs> no, it's because I, 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 I've studied it as literature. Yeah. Yeah, like in, in college. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, some people were really pissed about that, but I thought it was funny. I think it's fun uh, reading what? Which one is it? There's one book that just changes randomly out of nowhere between sentences. I think from first person to third person narrative. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was probably yeah. all compiled. It's a very murky. It's, it's one of the of it's one of the Old Testament books. I just yeah. don't remember that. Put yeah. it this way: it's uh, definitely not the word of God. <laughs> if there's a God, <laughs> that ain't His word. <laughs> Uh, I feel pretty yeah. confident in saying that even I feel more confident in saying that than there is no God fair. And I feel fair. pretty confident in saying the latter. Well, thing. the fact is that you got the goths, right? You got the goth, not, not like modern <laughs> I day. I do goths. have the goths. You can not the, not the, not the, not the, Maybe the Visigoths, the, the, the Visigoths, the, the old Vizigoths, tribe yeah. in the, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you have them, they come together, you know, like what, like 13th century, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. And they're like, Hey, what is the biblical canon? What is... I love that this we talked about three about three minutes about back to this blood and we're just getting into well it's fiction. your show yeah it's Gene. fine you, no. you, you do you drive this, this is, train I I <laughs> I drive this train but every once in a while I ask someone to hold the steering wheel yeah you know? I feel you well I'm high so yeah. I shouldn't drive no it's fine <laughs> I this is this is not the most off topic episode of this podcast um, can I, I also th- say yeah I'm having a great time thank you <laughs> I am too see that's the thing that's that's the I want a good listening experience. I I, I just I want also, a good recording experience. I hope it'll yeah. translate. You know, that's all I want. Oh, it's going. It's going to. You know, it's going to. Man, I know yeah. you're high, so you the got the, you got to have that reassurance. Though. Our eyes. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The it's weird. As I can eyes. hear you, but I can't see your mouth moving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's freaking me it's, out a little I bit. See, it's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and you keep, every once in a while, you keep on like trying to move it like this. Yeah, Do I? Like, yeah. Well, every I, once in a while, you tend like, to try. You got to a like, little bit like you got a little bit of like a like a like a like a jazz singer kind of vibe going on. You're yeah, just kind of well, bumping your head a little bit, like like. Why don't we do that? Or why don't we narrate what like yeah. we look like as we're talking? Because this is an audio format. Yeah, we don't a fully, have a video. Yeah, no video at all. So it's better to describe what our faces are doing. <laughs> That, that's, that would that'll take, make that would take so that would take it way too long. It'll right now, like, I think Gene is smiling. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely now. Smiling. I know yeah, he yeah, is because yeah, yeah. he giggled. Uh, but yeah. no, well, I don't know, man. Should we talk more about this comic book? We can talk about. Let's get. Let's talk about the the, the canonization of the Bible for a second because I was in the oh, middle. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, Let's sorry. do that. So that yes. was a whole thing. There's an entire. This is this is what's this is what's the the, the insanity is that there's 66 books in the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you had another 60, got the mark of the beast i'm just gonna say that why not hell just watch the entire omen trilogy with my girlfriend recently that was fun real fun. um yeah real good stuff the last one has jesus in it for some reason um yeah he just appears and kills satan it's that's a religious. literal deus es machina yeah, yeah legitimately <laughs> like it in sam neil plays plays the devil in that basically he well, plays he plays damien thorne as, as a as an i was okay i was like i went it went from like you know richard uh, donner 
to mm-hmm. some other director to like a finally another director and it's like these are movies that have a lot of swearing there's there's full titties in the third movie and then at the end it's like jesus it's a christian movie god yeah it's weird about those 70s movies yeah. that are about satan and satanism and yeah. demons all seem to ultimately have a very christian like yeah. s- like p- pro christian like edge to them yeah like the Exorcist mm-hmm. still kind of does, but in a, lot of ways. in a lot of ways, because you know, if there's well, an existence of the devil, then there's an existence yeah. of God, and that those two priests did die for a reason. In that little sure. girl's room. Spoilers. If you haven't seen that fifty-year-old horror movie, she just masturbates with a cross. She masturbates point. with a cross, but it was yeah. done to William Peter Blatty, who wrote the book, mm-hmm. and Ira Levin, I think, who wrote yeah. uh, Rosemary's Baby. Mm. There's another one. Great. It's similar. Do you like uh, I, haven't, I don't think I've seen it. I I know what happens in it because yeah. it's Rosemary's Baby. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. I it's, need to watch it. I don't think I've seen it. It's a I'm tension sorry. movie. It's a tension movie horror. That's movie. but that's those like, are good. Those yeah, are great. great. Like yeah. I have seen Repulsion, yeah. which is also Polanski, but like it's it's great. And yeah. for a guy who was a sexual predator, I mean, I guess it yeah. makes sense because he perfectly captured the feeling of being sexually preyed upon in the movie repulsion did do you think that he <laughs> from made, the female perspective weirdly enough yeah do you think he made the pianist because it sounds like penis yeah i hope yeah, so yeah I hope just so. to get adrian brody's dumb weepy face all over it it's a great movie it i is. know it is it's, a fantastic film yeah it's a great movie about the holocaust adrian uh, brody's a weird actor he is i like him i think i do too <laughs> I like it. When he turns up in a Wes Anderson movie, I'm always like, ah. I like that. You ever see Brothers Bloom with him and Mark Ruffalo? And, no, uh, it's but great. it's Ryan Johnson, isn't it? I think so. This guy who did Knives yeah, Out and yeah, Looper. Yeah. And it's his second movie after it's got Rachel Brick, Weiss. And it died. Yeah. I was just listening because he was on Mark Maron's yeah. show as well. And he talked about that. And I own a copy of that movie. You need to watch and it. And I don't think I've ever watched it. It's a really fun movie. Well, let's get it. Yeah, let's, should, I'll let's, bring it over. Yeah. We'll have we'll make, make some I'll make some nachos. No, oh hell yeah, nachos. <laughs> you went no. Well, no, yeah. I said you, I well, no, no, no. I, I started to it. say not. I said to start to say I've, nachos. I've got your process, yeah. but I loved it. Uh, yeah. yeah, I make really good nachos. I do too. Because uh, okay, you put chicken on them. Yeah, you make chicken. So we, I make chicken tacos sometimes okay. in the crock yeah. pot. Yeah, you know, throw it in there with some season, some salsa, mm. and then shred it up. It sounds so all the juices. No, no, no. I got to ask. With it. I got to ask a question, yeah. though, for your nachos. Wide or tall? What do you mean? Well, because there's two kinds of nachos, right? You got the stack nachos. You got the, oh. the high stack nachos, which seem like a good idea. They I always mid, seem mid high. They always seem like a good idea, yeah. right? Because you're like, okay, I got a height. And if you do it right, you can kind of layer them, right? That's but, what I do. But this is what you got. This is what you got to do. You do one big pan. Uh-huh. One small stack. You have just enough to like kind of cover the pan. Yeah. Then you put all the ingredients on top of all of that, and then you have a lot of. It's 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 like the opposite of what a you know of like it's like it's like how people say a burger should be more wide than tall. You know. Because what you do is you got more you got you got more flavor for every chip. I suppose that makes sense. Yeah. I would like to do that. Like put it on a baking sheet and just yeah. broil it. Yeah. For like a thirty seconds. Yeah. Yeah, because you what I, I do I get sometimes a lot of veggies, mm-hmm. but I put onions in with the chicken, so mm-hmm. it's like Hell like yeah. cook through nice little thin onions in there. Yeah, and then you put that. I do the the Trader or the garlic salt, like okay. garlic salt. And you can do that Trader Joe's like everything oh, yeah. but the bagels. Goes great with goes great with good. chicken. Goes great on everything. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, eggs. Oh yeah, put that shit on your scrambled eggs. Mm. 
and then yeah, just cheese. And cheese, I, yeah. I do I layer it like yeah. you were talking. And then I'll put like the garlic salt and then I'll mm. I'll maybe I'll have like some salsa. Some oh, I'll do Cholula on mm. top of the cheese. And then heat that all up. See, the thing... I do like Cholula. So, the thing that really... I didn't really think about the fact that that a wider nacho instead of a taller nacho was a good idea until, weirdly enough, Grand Central, the the bowling alley, Hmm. I was uh, hanging out with someone there and we got nachos, right? And they were in a long pan... And the thing was, is that because of the 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 way that it was spread out, and the way that the, the 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 ingredients were on there, you had a lot more like fair, uh, uh, what's the word? Just choice of of you. you it, it it made more sense. It mm. just it, it it because you you didn't have that situation where all of a sudden you're like running out of chips, but you don't you you know you're not running out of chips. You're running out of ingredients, but you got too yeah, many chips. You, got you know, just a plate of chips. Just a plate You've of chips. Eating all this good stuff. Yeah, exactly. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I, I like this idea. Have you seen the thing where they put it all on a table? They put it like put it fucking. Like it, they take, you yeah. take aluminum foil yeah, yeah, and you yeah, put yeah, it yeah. on a table. I'm yeah. describing it so poorly. Yeah. And you put aluminum foil on the table and you cover it with chips and then you make your, your beef or whatever, your hot meat. Yeah. And, and underneath you- it, 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 like underneath everything is a person and you're like, oh, it's a sexual deviant. Okay. <laughs> it's got their dick out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you realize you've been in a part of a very obscure uh, new form of porno- pornography. Pornography, yes. Pornography. Pornography is weird. Por- pornography. Pornography. Just watch that movie X. Have you seen that? I have. Yeah, about them. It's great. Starting to film a film a, a, a porno porno pornography, as you said. I thought that was great. Yeah, uh, that movie. And I wanted. To, I haven't seen Pearl yet. I haven't seen which it is like the prequel. Yeah, because he they it was they filmed it during COVID. Yeah, so they were quarantining before they could shoot, and he just wrote a prequel. Yeah, for the movie they just were put it about together. to shoot, and yeah. so then then were they when they were done, they're like, let's just shoot this. Mm-hmm. So they shot them back to back. Yeah. And they're staggering the release. I think it's also going to be it's going to be a trilogy. Yeah, they're making a third one. And the last one is about the final girl from X. Who's okay. now become like a porn queen. Ah, in that makes sense. L.A. Yeah. Yeah. Mia Goth's character. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. X was great because it's yeah. like a little bit Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. I like a slasher movie. And this one, little was, boogie nights in there. Yeah, and be, yeah, because it was like sex was another theme of it. Yeah. You couldn't do the normal slasher thing where you kill people <laughs> off for having sex. Yeah. The first two people to die in that movie, spoilers, mm-hmm. are the people who don't have sex. Yeah, and then the person who has sex and is naked for like the whole fucking movie, Mia yeah. Goth, is the one who survives. Yeah, it's a whole. It's 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 just again it spoilers, but like of course, it's a slasher movie. You know, there's going to be one survivor. Like the killer is also Mia Goth. The killer is also Mia Goth. yeah. That in an in, insane amount of makeup that's very convincing as a whole. Yeah, lady. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know that. But then what she has to do physically, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So I think she's doing like that corny too, the entire time. Yeah. They're doing stuff with like talking about like aging is another theme. Yeah, like sexuality as you age seems to be like. Partially a motive behind everybody getting killed in the end. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because it's like the old people find out they're fucking and yeah. they decide to start killing them. <laughs> or, and the woman yeah. is like driven mad with like jealousy, it seems like. And the guy's like, not on my land. <laughs> like. Yeah. And then, then at one point they fuck. 
Yeah, the old and that's amazing. Fucking. Old people fucking. You don't see it enough. You don't see it enough. But I, I applaud Ty West yeah. for being like, I don't think yeah. this is scary, two, but two it is things. a horror movie, so this would scare people. Two things that really, you know, really represented old people fucking. X and How Am I Your Mother. Yeah. Why that in, was in the so in the and there's a part in the uh in the wedding season okay where I think Barney or Ted walks in on two old people fucking for a second. Oh, I'm not familiar. Finds out that his I like his like aunt's, his like great aunt uncle or something has been fucking. Oh, I, yeah. I they, got they, they really did, yeah. frustrated with that show upon the rewatch and I yeah. finished it and I was just like this is like continuing watching it I was like there's a couple of jokes like yeah. good jokes yeah. in every episode that benefit from having a room full of writers. It's got like, a great and out stuff. It's got a great cast of like uh, actors. Like I like Jason yeah. Siegel. Yeah. I like Allison Hannigan. Yeah. And uh Neil Patrick Harris is great. Yeah. Ted Mosby, the guy, kinda not so great. Uh the I don't I saw him in that he's in that show uh about the Nazi hunters. hunters. Yeah. yeah. His character's kinda you know. Eh? Even then, even there, I just not that I'm not a big fan of. Uh, I forgot that guy's name. Josh yeah. Radner. Josh Radner. Yeah, he was he was in uh, he was in uh, not another team movie as the uh, tour yes, guide. He was. Yeah. He's also he has written and directed a couple of movies, and one's oh. called Happy Thank You More Please, and it's okay. just like it's kind of like a schmoozy Woody Allen ripoff. Oh, okay. Like he's clearly trying to do like a Woody Allen thing with a little bit more heart. Yeah. Single writer in New York city, just embracing life. Okay. And he has to take care of a kid so he can learn how to be an adult. Yeah. Like, you know, and there's a whole cast of characters <coughs> talking about writers. Excuse me. Gazundi. Randy and that Texas blood just brought it all back after like an hour. Boom. Um, boom. <laughs> real quick, real quick segue back to this book. Hit yeah, I I like I like he's he's a troubled person. He's a troubled man. You know, he's a good protagonist to follow. Yeah, for this first arc, I'm I'm gonna read the rest of them. Oh yeah, it's great. It's still going. It's still ongoing. They they've released three volumes though so far of uh, of like like the paperback I got right there. Yeah. yeah, I need to get some of those physical. while you want some of those? Yeah, they're great. Because I don't want I don't like reading stuff on screens. I don't either, especially um, not with like artwork. Yeah. I don't feel like take I can take, take, take a gander yeah, of uh, how it looks like on the page, man. It's, I didn't uh, know if it's I was a, allowed. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's why I have it out there, man. That's why it's there. That's why it's it. It's gorgeous. It I is. and you know the story. You know the nice thing I think about a comic book. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, I feel like is you can, you know, make something really fantastical. Yeah. Because you're not bound. Like I write plays, right? Sure. And I write screenplays. Yeah. And you are bound by a certain amount of like realism. Yeah. In those mediums, right? Mm-hmm. Because with a play, it has to be done in front of people live for the most part, unless it's an audio play. Sure. Right. And audio plays are fun. Audio plays are fun. I did yeah. a whole one of my last podcast project was during the pandemic. We couldn't do plays. So I just yeah. wrote, put out a call for people to send in their plays to this podcast. We just did table reads over yeah. Zoom and recorded it. Oh, nice. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm having all of the worst sounds come out of my body other than yeah. talking. <laughs> I yeah. sneezed. I burped. Mm. I'm falling apart, Gene. I, I like how you referenced it because normally I just edit that out. I don't care. Talking. I want it in. You want, I want, you want that burp? You want I the want warts and warts. all? <laughs> you, want, you want everybody to get uh, uh, sound herpes. Here's a question. <laughs> <laughs> Not about that Texas play. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> but maybe good. T- <laughs> so, are, is, do you act, Gene? No. Okay. So, say you were an actor. Okay. I, mean, I, I, I were an actor. What? <laughs> what kind of role would it have to be okay. for you to get naked on screen? Any role. I'll any? just do it. I'll just do it. For I don't anything. Care. If I don't someone's really like, care. we need to see. And I'm not, I'm saying like, this yeah. means size of role as well. Okay. Yeah. Like if you're the lead and yeah. you have a sex scene, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Right. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. But say, are you, if you're just like a working extra and you need a streaking guy in this college movie. I'll do it. Love you for that. I like being naked. I do too. Yeah. I I think I'm the same. mostly naked. Yeah. I wish I could. Yeah. I I got scared because I was, (laughs) there was a fire place where I was staying when I was 21 and I was sleeping naked. Yeah. And I had to throw pants and stuff on really quickly. And it was, I didn't think to put underwear on so okay. i was just free balling it in jeans and it felt horrible and all i felt was like i don't want to do this again so i guess i'm sleeping in my underwear that's that that honestly but that's is, what i did as a kid too but so. like sleeping naked that's the biggest thing i do wear i, I wear uh, uh boxer briefs if you just just so everybody Same. knows i'm a boxer brief guy Same. you know it's it's got the it's got the, it's the best of both worlds look how okay? short these shorts are gene i couldn't yeah, be wearing are, yeah. boxers proper with these that's true that's true yeah you would be uh yeah, just you'd be hanging out briefs hanging on out. i'm not gonna get white ones on. i can never go with briefs I like the you could briefs. never go with briefs. I could never go with briefs. Nah, give it a shot. My dad was a brief guy, you know. He's not here, and he has a lot. And we have a lot of kids, so uh, we, you, know, you and your brief, father had a lot brief. of kids. He had. He has a lot of kids. He has a lot of kids. How he many? How many kids. siblings? Uh, yeah, the youngest of six. You're the youngest of so six. He was probably a very brief guy. Uh, I don't get that one. Fast in the bed. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, 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 well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you yeah. can come slowly Possibly. and still conceive children. Yeah, nah, it doesn't really know. wash. That's true. Actually, if anything, <laughs> it probably like it probably like builds up the the. I don't know. I've. I don't know either. I actually. I don't know. I really. I. So, I'm hold idiot. on. Youngest uh, of six. Where'd you grow up? I just wanted to say that my dad was a very brief guy because I thought it was funny. That's very uh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> Where did I grow up? Uh, Vernonia, Oregon. I'm a Oregonian. Vernonia. Yeah. Where's that? So uh, if you go in towards like Seaside down 26 West, yeah, there is a sign with a cartoon character pointing out this way, Vernonia, Oregon, and you drive down this this like for like 25 minutes. So it's know. far. It's south of Seaside. So it's uh, no, it's north of Seaside. Oh, okay, it's closer to here. Yeah. You know? Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, you just kind of go in the middle of nowhere, and it's uh, where they filmed the. Uh, <laughs> The I think it was the the sheriff's office in uh, Twilight. So, oh, that one. checks out. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. I was just at. Yeah. I was just in Seaside. Yeah. You're just, yeah. Few, like last month or early. No. Yeah. Last month. You were inside of the sea. I, I did get in the sea. Got in but the I was in the town of Seaside, Oregon. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was really cool. I love Seaside. Yeah. I fell in love. It's with pretty the, great. I'd never it's, been to the Pacific Ocean. It's definitely the. Uh, it's the. It's. It's for sure. The Coney Island of Oregon. Yeah, man. Yeah, I like know? Coney. I, I've never been to Coney Island. I've never I bet either. I'd like it too. I just assume, you know. I like small kitschy towns yeah. and sh- stuff that seems slightly antiquated. It's it's like if if when you if you've ever been up to Seattle and you've gone to Pine Street Market, it's like if Pine Street Market was a town. Yeah, that's what it is. I have not. I w- I've have been to Pike Place. Pike Place. Yeah. Is that what I'm thinking of? 
Is the one where what they I'm throw to fish? Pike Place. That's what I'm thinking of. Pine Street yeah. Market is a place that used to be in Pine Street in Portland. That would oh, be oh, yeah, a bunch yeah. of different bunch of different foods. Pike Place, yeah. Pike Place, yeah. yeah it's Pike the place. very famous yeah, where the yeah, yeah. where the gum wall. I have been yeah. there. That's I, cool. I went on the uh, the. The 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 carousel uh, the carousel there's a carousel oh no but I went on the 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 other one the Ferris wheel I went on the Ferris wheel for the first Ferris time Ferris wheel Ferris wheel in Seaside or in, in Seattle uh, Seattle it's uh, gross it was, it was it was a thing it was fun I didn't like Seattle the I time actually I like spent Seattle there. I, I I mean I, I've, I've only spent a, like a day or two there yeah I don't think that's an accurate depiction of a town i'm sure there's i was places i was very upset I though i was like. i was up in seattle and i was trying to go dicks i was trying to get dicks burgers you know dicks burgers i'm not familiar with dicks it's burgers. uh it's like it's 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 like a it's like what mcdonald's was supposed to be when it first came out you know like oh, like so higher quality yeah well you you, you you go inside at this place but uh i was very i was very confused because i was there during i didn't realize that it, i should have realized on a Sunday that there was a pride parade, right? So it was a pride parade and they blocked me from getting dicks and I was very confused. So they, they dick clicked you. They, I was yeah. trying to think of like a rhyming yeah, for yeah. cock I had to, block. Luckily there was another location, but you that know, they, they were like, they, they were like, you know what? No, we're giving you the better location to get dicks. <laughs> so then it made sense again. Yeah. So, yeah. That's fun. <laughs> I like that story. Uh, I don't know. I was only up there for a minute. I should get up yeah. there again. Check. I have a show in Tacoma later this month. Oh, yeah? I'm ex- I've never been to Tacoma before. Tacoma's fun. So I'm excited to go up there. Odd Otter Brewing on the 24th, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Who's up who? in Tacoma. Nice. Who's hosting? Sherry Hagen Hardman, I believe. Oh, I don't know. Is her name? Oh, I don't know her. I'm just messing. Sherry. Oh, Sherry. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Do you know who I'm talking about? I know exactly Sherry. you're talking yeah, about. I, you, 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 you made it sound like a John Jenkel, Jingleheimer Smith kind of name. Sherry Hagen Hardman. Isn't yeah. that, that's her name? Something I like that. that. She's I got think I got hair. the names she's, right. Uh, the she, she's order. in the scooter. Okay. Yeah. 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 Great lady. Great lady. I've there only, I've only met her like once or twice. Facebook friends with her, you know, so Same of course set up I'm, the show at a brewery. It's yeah. a good time. She, uh, yeah, I've seen, I, I actually met her at the Tacoma Comedy Club when I did the mic there. So nice. Yeah. It's fun times. Nice, nice, nice. Very nice. Very yeah. nice. Let me, you got uh, shows coming up? I don't, I don't actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> since I, sorry for I asking. Know, that's totally fine. I, uh, since I started, I, I've got Portland's Funniest coming up and that's going to be oh, fun because yeah. I, I got into a relationship and then I forgot comedy existed for a little bit. Yeah. I kind of like, kind of just been Ain't hanging it funny out. funny how that goes? Just a lot of, a lot of hanging out at that's my, nice, at my place mostly, honestly. Bro, I'm happy. Like, I'm going to You seem happy. Yeah. I'm actually really happy. I'm glad. And when I'm on stage, I'm actually happier on stage. I'm a happier comic. I think you're going to see yourself getting better, like, responses from crowds, too. I think it'll reflect. Yeah. Because folks, like, I've gone up in some really dark times in my life, but I go up and I I have no choice but to (laughs) turn on a switch and be how i am on stage oh yeah yeah for sure i don't have another way to do it anymore like sometimes that's good though i feel low energy and i'm just like i just double down and like i just get fucking hard and uh you turn into the drunk uncle of uh i am the drunk uncle of every comedy scene i'm in that's true you look like the drunk uncle of every comedy scene (laughs) i am a drunk i'm a stoned uncle to my nieces and nephew 
But that they're cool with that. <laughs> I'm the I'm the invisible uncle to most of my nieces. You're the what? Invisible? I invisible? Just, I just don't show up to things. Yeah, well, I mean, I yeah. live here. They all live in Iowa, so <laughs> that's fair. They all of them live almost in either Oregon or Washington, so I have yeah, very little you have no excuse. excuse. I'll I, hang out with your nieces and nephews if you want. Oh, that's a little creepy. Well, you can just tell them that I'm me and I look different now. Just be like, I look different now. Uncle Gene's yeah. coming to your birthday yeah, party. I look, and different. I, look, I look like... And then I won't feel guilty. Yeah. Because your nieces and nephews will think they're getting an uncle yeah. experience. Sure. And I won't feel guilty that I'm so not giving not, my they're... biological nieces mm. and nephew an uncle experience. It'll work for both of us, see? Yeah. So everybody see, right Gene? now, as you're listening to this episode, look at the cover for this episode and just see Colin's face. And realize this is a terrific idea. We this do look like idea. we could see. We could <laughs> come on now. Like if you change some very like basic things about either of our looks, we don't look that. Di- you no. have a different. You have nice bright blue eyes. Thank you. And my eyes are the yeah. color of poop. Poop. <laughs> don't you love it when yeah. you think you're gonna swear and then you just say the lesser version? <laughs> I like it. It's funnier. Honestly. I was fully intending to say shit. Yeah. Well, see now you ruined it. Well. It's a peek behind the curtain. You know what I'm going to do? Yeah? I'm going to edit it. I'm going to edit the episode. So you say this color of shit, and then you still make that assumption. Cut that. And then what you do is then you say, I was really meaning to say poop. What are you doing with your like, hands, bro? I don't know. I'm just making this. <laughs> I'm not going to do any of this, by the way. I'm just. No, I'm just, let's just chill, I'm man. Just, I'm just adding a little bit. See there? See how that sounds? See how that sounds? I'm getting a little little dome right here. Oh, I'll Let's tell see. you a story that I think you'll like. As a as a as a, as a self taught audio engineer, I've, uh, I've learned uh, a few different tricks. This over is the a years. serious setup. Yeah, thank you. And I'm very jealous. What I was going to say <laughs> on my podcast, I have shitty mics. Yeah. And my buddies over the weekend said, "Oh, we've been listening to your podcast, <laughs> but uh, uh, the audio quality just keeps getting worse." <laughs> And I'm like, thanks, buddy. And he's like, the content's great. I'm all, I'm like angry because I can't like hear you as well. And I'm like, yeah, I switched the mics because like yeah. I'm loud. Yeah. So, that's, so that's, I took the shittier mic. So so that's the thing. That's what you, that's the thing. You if you know how to use software right, you can be the loudest you want, and then you change. I it, need to get uh, what you've got. Post. This little interface thing. Yeah, it's great. I need to spring because I use GarageBand right now on oh, my I, Mac. See, GarageBand is great. But it plugs uh, right into like yeah. USB mics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're just not great mics. Well, sure. And I don't I, soundproof my shit that well. Yeah, I definitely soundproof shit. Yeah, I see yeah. that. That's great. Yeah. And I've got a I've got a condensed room. I'm gonna be in a uh, uh, moving into a apartment, a studio apartment. You know? Damn. So everybody's gonna be in the studio when uh, we quite record. literally. Yeah, literally. Um, That'll but, be nice though. It's yeah. not gonna be too much crazier than this. This seems no. very natural. Yeah, it's it's great. It's uh, and you know either way, it's gonna sound great. I've recorded in other people's houses with these mics, and it still sounds fine. You know? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I've, I I know how to do things. I was in I was in Cam Strong's house. House that had wow. way too much open space, and it still sounds great. That episode still sounds great. I just had to. Well, do you a seem lot of like you, these are nice mics. They are, but also I've learned and learned to, a trick or two. Yeah. yeah. What Bjorn told me yeah. about stuff was like, if you don't have good mics, you should soundproof your recording space better. Yeah. And if you have better mics, that's less important. I also don't have yeah. cans for people to wear. They can't hear the monitoring. It's oh, that's... only I can. See, that's a, that's a problem, too, because, like, it helps... And I don't like having it on because there's usually a lag. Because really? GarageBand kind of blows. Oh, yeah. There's no lag with this. 
I'm aware. Yeah. I need to just spring for a nice little package of mics and an yeah. interface. I don't need stands. I'll have mm-hmm. people hold it like they're on stage. But more and more, I, I will say, like, wait. Okay. Wait. Okay. <laughs> Go on. Should we talk more about this comic? We should talk more about this comic. <laughs> Usually I, I end the episode I in like 22 minutes worth of time from now. So let's talk about this comic real fast. Wait, what does that mean? Mean we have 22 minutes? I usually do about an hour and a half. Okay. So, yeah. That sounds great. Well, yeah. 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 I don't like, I used to do, I used to let it go on for a long time. Okay. But I'm going to, I'm going to modify it. I'm going to, I'm going to switch it back to the comic a little bit. We don't, we really, this is a great comic. Yeah, this is a terrific comic. You need to read this comic, everybody. If you yes. haven't read this, it's if you are into. I think when you asked me to do this, yeah, you were like, "What kind of shit are you into?" Yeah, I was like, "I like westerns. I like mysteries, kind of like like noiry stuff, and I like horror stuff." Yeah. Right now is what I'm into. And I was like, "Like I genres," have... and he's like, "I got something with all of that." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's called that Texas blood. And Boom, it is. and yeah. it is. It is all of those things. And it's not without its humor, too. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's dark, but it's, like, well, hyper-realistic. I could tell that, that the first, writer was a journalist. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, that, fir- that first uh, issue is very funny in its own way, and it's darkly, darkly funny. The fact is that that's how he gets his casserole dish back. Yeah. <laughs> Someone had to kill himself. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's very fun. And the story about um, Randy, this writer. Yeah. uh, His brother is murdered, so he comes back to his hometown. And his ex-girlfriend, Sarah, who might have been dating his brother, it seems like. and Yeah. yeah. And then he uh, kind of dwindles, sort of starts rekindling something with her. Yeah. And then he also finds out that his brother, they have a had a criminal past together as kids and his brother kind of stayed in that world and owed quite a bit of money to a local like gangster kind of character by the name of teddy yep and uh so randy puts it together that teddy must have killed his brother yeah because he owed him money which by the way as soon as i read that i went that's not what happened no because you don't the first rule of anything is you don't kill someone because they owe you money because no. then how are you getting your money back? Exactly. That doesn't make any sense. You're supposed to scare them. Yeah. And maybe torture them a bit, you know. And but and the that, first sign the first sign is that there's a bandage on someone's nose. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Sarah has a bandage on her nose. Yeah. It looks like she's caught a caught a smack or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it's slowly revealed, though Randy doesn't really want to believe it, because the feelings, I think, of grief and loss. Yeah. And the weird feelings of being back home. It's very hinted at that the family that they grew up in was a pretty abusive and alcoholic, yeah. and that um, Randy has worked really hard to be a better person than the upbringing that he got. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that kind of idea that he was better than it was kind of his undoing because he had farther to fall yeah. in his own head. You know what I'm saying? That's like this type of character thing. And it's like I was saying, it rings very true that the writer was a um, journalist. journalist because this does seem I my podcast is a true crime one. Yeah, this does seem like the kind of weird shit that would go down in a one off one, two, three off, whatever murder. Yeah. Like that happened between people. What is constitutes like a blood feud exactly. in a lot of places like this type of thing sounds like it could be a 
you know, weekend in Texas. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds it's, bad, but it ends with a case of kind of mistaken intent and yeah. then realizing that the good guy that we've been following this whole time is impulsive and violent and acts without <laughs> thinking and kills three people, kills yeah. four people. So I don't um, know, was he, did he kill four people or did he kill the one guy and then the other ones were, were from the mob boss and they just pinned him on him? I kind of had a, I kind of got a little uh, inclination. I, he definitely that. killed Fred. Yeah. At his house. Yeah. Um, cause he just wakes up and Fred's he, dead. He's very surprised when they say four people. That's the only reason why. Yeah. 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 Well, he's surprised like that they found Fred. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he's surprised that like, yeah, it's yeah. all off screen. The murders yeah. were all off screen. For so. the most part, except yeah. for we do kind of see him choke Fred out. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, because um, he shoots Fred, it's assumed, and then mm -hmm. his girlfriend shows up and he gets the body into the basement. His girlfriend <laughs> shows up and he realizes Fred's not dead. Yeah. It's a good fellas moment. Oh, he yeah. hears him struggling down in the basement. <laughs> so he basically breaks his girlfriend's heart to get yeah. her away and then goes down there and finishes him off <laughs> uh, with his bare fucking hands. And then all right, at this point, you've got to be yeah. like. All right, so you are not a good person. No, <laughs> you know? no. But it's the, we have this running narration that seems to be from Randy's script that he wrote. Yeah, which you um, see at the end, which is very telling of his, you know, entire shit. Yeah, you know, all of his feelings and stuff that he's going through, and they're complex feelings of regret and remorse and anger at a lot of different stuff, and you know, anger towards himself. It seems like. Yeah. As well. It's very complicated. And then he takes matters into his own hands, goes and kills Teddy and his boys. Yep. I think that he did that. I it makes sense. Because he just walked in and yeah. they go, I got some ode to you. And it's yeah. like, almost like the money doesn't matter. Take your fucking money and also I'm going to kill you. Yeah. That's what I think it is. That makes sense. And it's in line with the style of the story, which is rather stripped down in terms of like dialogue, I think. Yeah. In some, some ways. There's some great moments that are animated without being animated yeah yeah it's great and uh goes in there whacks teddy and his boys mm -hmm. gets picked up by doesn't struggle just no. comes out and drops the gun and they're like all right well you're coming with me and gets to the jail and who's there but sarah yeah because she has confessed to the be actually being the one who killed randy's brother travis yeah randy had travis yeah, I didn't even realize that. Oh my god! Oh my god! I feel stupid. Oh, it's because I have family not from Texas but from Central Iowa, and Randy and Travis are both pretty common for sure. They're just country names. More oh yeah, than anything. I've met multiple of both. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not super. You need a Brandon in there. So yeah. Then it's, then it's real authentic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Isn't it funny? We have Brandon Wayne out here. I'm just going to start calling him by his first and middle name together. Yeah. You know, like Brandon Wayne. Brandon Wayne. Oh, just Get don't even say over here, Brandon Wayne. You know what? I think he should just go by Brandon Wayne and take the little, little out. I think he should have gone by Wayne Little. Wayne on Little stage. would have been good too, yeah. That's Wayne a good Little's stage a name for yeah. a guy who looks like him because he already kind of looks like a Wayne, but then you yeah. talk to him and you go, oh, you're like down home, but you're not a racist sack of crap. Yeah. Uh, why did I say crap that time? <laughs> 
who am I on your this, podcast? This, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna, fuck. I'm gonna, fuck. Yeah, let's just add that in there just to keep that explicit. <laughs> explicit. Like, yeah, like, we got to keep these. You got to keep the little E next yeah. to it. You want to yeah. earn that E. Got to earn that E. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> What's great is I choose that. I could have an episode that's not explicit, but. It, my, yeah. my mom hates that I say God damn. Oh, yeah. That's her only word she has a problem with me using that's fair i can see my the parents one probably hating that, that is yeah yeah no actually it's the other one for some reason your your religious mom is like yeah whatever yeah, sure, at least she's mentioning god it's interesting because you do see this ca- so essentially what happens is it turns out that sarah is the one who killed travis mm-hmm. and randy did not need to go and take ill-fated revenge and actually what had happened is teddy had helped sarah get rid of the body yeah and just dump it out in the desert and we also hear from a deputy that they have found fred's body in randy's old house yeah so they got him for four and also we see the lone survivor of the shootout at the bar that kills teddy's and his boys this dude Mm -hmm. dan yeah got away so he goes to the bigger mob boss outside of town yeah. Who is a pool sale? He's a pool king. I think so, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's an he's above ground pool king. Yeah. Is his his front for his illegal activities, <laughs> it seems like. And he says, Hey, if you don't got anybody dealing down that way, how about you let me? He's like, Yeah, see the thing is, is just you I don't know you that well. Yeah. And he just fucking shoots him. Just kills him. Yeah. Yeah, he just kills him. And what I love is after it happens three times. Yeah. And it's just great writing. Yeah. In ter- it's a storytelling. Oh, yeah. Um, it happens first with uh, oh, when he's getting Fred's not quite dead body down in the basement. Okay. When Randy is. He says it's in the script. Uh, it's that it felt like uh, a chore to him. Yeah. It's the, the mundanity is what was troubling to him. <laughs> it's like, this is just, I just got to get this body. It's like, it's not even a body. It's a thing. Yeah. I think like he he's, says he, he's a, his life, his previous life that you have not seen was so riddled with, with pain and yeah. chaos that like, this is just another day for him. Yeah. It's so weird. And it's kind of yeah. got that breaking bad vibe in the bathtub oh, yeah. type of thing where it's like, ugh, it's, it's again, it's like hyper realistic almost. Yeah. Uh, it gets the little moments like when the girlfriend comes down to Texas and you see her like yanking her suitcase, her yeah. overstuffed fancy <laughs> suitcase, and out being of the cab. very very specific about what kind of car she, she got gets a rental car and they yeah. give her like like a '98 Camry and she's like I don't want that I get this better one because I'm a this member yeah and I was like oh my god yeah, yeah. and she gets like a little like a Fiat yeah. a Fiat or yeah. something to drive through Texas. I thought that was going to be a thing, like that she goes missing something. <laughs> like I really was just talking about how she gets lost in the yeah in the story, and she gets it because I didn't like her character. I, maybe that's just me. Yeah, but I know she, she's like I'm worried about him. So don't fucking go down there. Well, he even calls her selfish. Like he, I mean, he's he's, he's purposely breaking her heart. I, I think but that he's also hit the like, nail kind of on yeah. the head. I think that probably needed to be said. Yeah. You know, it's like if I don't know how long they've been together, though, is the problem. They don't seem to yeah. be that long in the relationship. Like, it'd be different if my wife knows my family and is close with my yeah. family and loves my family and my family loves her and vice versa. So if my family died and she did not come back to Iowa with me, that would be odd if I was yeah. like, I don't want you there. Yeah. 
And she would have every right to be like, no, I'm coming. Yeah. Like, I'm going through this, too. If these people have been together for, I'm going to say, less than a year. Yeah. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Then you should really respect his wishes. He's probably yeah. not ready to let you in yet. Like, very genuinely. Yeah. Um. So part of it made that kind of part of the story a little unnecessary to me, if you ask. It just seemed to contribute to this negative portrayal of yeah. Randy. You know, which I get because you're supposed yeah. to be seeing him get worse. Well, it makes so it makes me think of because I just recently rewatched Fargo. Mm. Great movie, great, honestly, very similar in, in style of storytelling. Yeah, this. honestly, um, Fargo has some scenes in there, like the scene where Francis McDormand's character, who's pregnant, runs into an old like it's called by an old like someone who had a crush on her. Oh yeah. That scene doesn't need to be in there, but it so needs to be in there. It's so good. Yeah, it is. A, it's a character thing. And this a, yeah. is at least somewhat tied into it. It does yeah. feel it feels more earned than that. That's yeah. a good point. I like yeah. that. Um, and another thing that feels like very similarly a little bit more directly is Blood Simple. Yeah. It's Texas and shit. Oh, yeah. And so that's their first one. It's also Francis McDormand. It's, it's I, I didn't like the main guy in it. It kind of took that he's John kinda, Getz yeah. guy is such a wooden actor. And, and he, he like, also just looks like he looks like a porn actor in that movie. Yeah, he's the fucking lawyer in Gone Girl or not oh, Gone yeah. Girl in Social Network. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, but like at the time, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, yeah, I liked it. It also you like. No Country for Old Men. Yeah. Like I said, very. There's a lot of Cohen brothers in this. Cohen brothers and Kevin, uh, yeah, Cormac McCarthy. Style. Cormac McCarthy. I love Cormac. Well, he just it, passed away. In the in in the style of Cormac McCarthy, it's not a happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not a happy ending, and it's like it's the difference is Cormac McCarthy's shit. It's the the, the script felt kind yeah. of pretty McCarthy esque. Yeah. Um, but there's a like a poeticism mm-hmm. that is in this like spiritually that yeah. like Cormac McCarthy has in his. McCarthy has in his text, I think. Okay. I think the only one I've read of his that's all the way through is Blood Meridian. And I think that's his most brutal. Makes sense. Um, Because the depictions of violence in this, it does the horror thing that good horror does that I like, where it shows you just enough to let your mind fill stuff in. Exactly. This has a lot of bodies in it, but doesn't show a lot of people getting shot. Exactly. So there's gore. Yeah. But it is not, it is the images that would stick in someone who saw it after the fact, exactly. as opposed to seeing it in the moments. Yeah, it's, it's Which it's I think a is a really class, interesting honestly. choice. Yeah. Um, Cormac McCarthy, he wants, he wants, he see. wants you to see He's it. He's like the slasher movie. Except of, for yeah. the end, the last death in Blood Meridian. Yeah. Have you read Blood Meridian? I haven't. Bro. I'll check it out, though. Yeah. I also shout out to my buddy Ian Casey Graham, who's the guy who told me my podcast audio sucks, uh, is a big Cormac <laughs> yeah. McCarthy fan. He got me into Blood Murray. He's like, you I'll uh, read this. I'll give it a shot. It's I'll about it scalp hunters oh. in the 1850s and down in Mexico. Shit. In the, the Southwest uh, and uh, a hairless man, seven foot tall <laughs> guy called the judge. Okay. Who's maybe not human. Yeah. And he especially likes killing people, Hmm. children in particular. And at one point he picks up a meteor and throws it like a hot meteor. (laughs) Jesus. And uh, they're like, why'd you do that? And he says something like, whatever exists without my knowledge exists without my consent. Oh, God. (laughs) It's like the darkest. That's that's great. um, Who? Tommy Lee Jones owns the rights to it. 
Really? To the the yeah the, to the book, and people have been trying to make it into a movie for a long time. I personally think yeah. it shouldn't be. Tommy Lee Jones has so far been in at least two Cormac McCarthy because he was in Sunset uh, and No Country. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think they were buddies. That makes sense. Uh, but I don't know for certain. But yeah, it's it's very much in that vein. I haven't read um, Child of God, hmm. which I want to. That's another one of his that's pretty fucked up I'll, I'll i'll see i i have been such a comic book phase for the last like five years specifically like and that i haven't read a actual book in fa- at least five years well what is an actual book but Gene? you know what i mean like, like a like a text specific book yeah yeah and it's it's all i've found is that it's a different medium i take oh, a yeah. long time to read like graphic novels and comic books generally if i have the physical thing because i really mm. like taking in just all of all the that, physical yeah. art. That know? makes sense. And it like derfs stuff. <laughs> back derf. Okay. You know that guy? Back derf. Graphic, graphic novels. No, actually, I don't. He did the My Friend Dahmer. Oh, okay. Book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did a book, I believe, called Junk, which I haven't read, which is about um, him working as a garbage man and being really into punk music in the late 70s. Okay. His stuff is mostly kind of autobiographical, um, and he has a really great one about Kent State that I read recently. Okay. Um, his art style is very almost like R. Crumb. Yeah. It's oh, very yeah. like cartoony, which is weird for a cartoony Kent State thing. And grotesque at the same time. Yeah, too. yeah. But it's it's he does talk about grotesque kind of things. Yeah. So I think it, it works. Yeah. The My Friend Dahmer one's great. So like if you're a true crime guy. Real quick. Yeah. Because you might this what you were talking about might partially answer this. So I uh, first of all, on a on a scale of one to ten, David Lynch style fever, drunken fever dreams. What would you give this book? Seven. Seven. Yeah. Okay. It's there. It's there. Especially with all the red. Yeah. You know, obviously it's called that Texas blood. Yeah. There's a lot of red. A lot of red is symbolism. Like you're talking about the drowning imagery. Yeah. You know that stuff's good. I like that. Um, yeah, and that seems pretty Lynchian. And the I was just talking about if you what would you give this book like a, from a one to ten? But oh, yeah, I was just, oh like an like an yeah. eight. I thought. Eight. Well, here's the I've, yeah. I've kind of and I I feel like I've all I've talked about in terms of stuff is what I haven't watched or read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, uh, I I have not seen a lot of David Lynch. I've seen some Twin Peaks. I'm actually not a big David Lynch fan. I just I, what I've seen. Yeah. I really like. I saw Eraserhead yeah. in college. I love okay. it. Okay. Um, uh, that's the one I've seen. I think I've also seen Elephant Man. That's David Lynch, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what people talk about as Lynchian, I like yeah. that idea, which is the mundanity with the extremely grotesque. Yeah. Uh, or extremely like unsettling. Let's mm-hmm. put it that way, because I don't think Lynch is super gory. Yeah, um, is my understanding. He can no, be. He could be, but yeah, he's weird. Like his it's his. More uh, just, yeah, well, like Dune, for example, with all the like, the 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 pulsating um, like sores on their faces oh, and stuff yeah. like that. It was really weird. Yeah. yeah, it's gross. Yeah, it's gross. It's real gross. He likes that kind of stuff. Yeah, but oh, that movie's weird. Yeah, I've only weird. caught pieces of it. Yeah. It's so not. I watched it with someone who it was their favorite movie, and I had to just bare my teeth the entire time. I get right. why people would like it if you're yeah. a really big fan of the book, but I have I a guess. buddy who's a really yeah. big Dune head, like a Frank Herbert, like yeah. loves the books, and he said that that movie makes him like angry, and he yeah. really liked the nude. Denis Villeneuve. He's like, he had his yeah. issues with it, but he also thought overall yeah. it was better than he was expecting. It was great. I'm, I'm looking it. forward to part two. Very loud. <laughs> yeah. 
That's it's ironic yeah. coming from me. But um, <laughs> so the music. Is but what I was giving it like an eight. This okay. book, I liked yeah. it a lot. Um, I, 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 I like seeing. I just like this world of stuff. It also felt yeah. like almost like I said, the case of mistaken identity, and he didn't ha- he didn't actually take revenge for no. his brother's murder. He just killed four people. <laughs> yeah, and they also pinned Dan, the guy that the mob boss killed on him, yeah. so he's down for five. Yeah. Um, and he's now, he was just going back to deal with like family affairs and now he's, he's going to be in Texas forever. Yeah. He was, you know, he's the last one of the last lines, I think in the last issue is like home, never to leave. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it's such a, like, it's a tragedy. And it's a great Western in that that aspect. Yeah. It's a very Western style. Yeah. And it's so weird that Westerns do seem, even though they're like, cause it's kind of the same thing with no country for old men, I feel like. Um, and this seemed to carry that. And a little bit in Fargo is like the inefficiency of the law in yeah. a lot of ways <laughs> when it comes to preventing crime. Oh, yeah. And solving it in a quick enough way to prevent crime. Because yeah. why is it that we don't know why does Randy end up doing what he does? Well, the fucking cops can't tell him that Teddy yeah. didn't kill his brother. Yeah. Because they haven't figured out who has done it yet. Yeah. And it was his girlfriend who was the first person you should fucking ask. Yeah. And I like Joe Bob as a character, mm-hmm. but he's stupid. Yeah. Like, this is the life of living in a small town where you experience horrible things, but at mm-hmm. the same time, will don't really acknowledge to yourself that really horrible things happen. That's what seems what's to be like the, the catch twenty two. It makes it what? a yeah. very compelling oh, yeah. and fun to read or experience art like that yeah. idea. Because No Country for Old Men is very much the same thing. Tommy oh, yeah. Lee Jones's character doesn't get anywhere as a lawman in that <laughs> no. movie. He consistently he promises yeah. to fucking the wife of Josh Brolin's character, whatever her name is, uh, Carla Jean. Yeah, she he promises. I will get your, I can protect your husband. I'll, yeah. If you tell me where it is, I'll get him home to you. Yeah. Doesn't happen. No, he fucking dies. No. <laughs> the most Again, like, yeah. spoilers yeah, for yeah. The, that 15 year old movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's very yeah. funny to me that, that these stories and Westerns that tend to follow lawmen tend to be pretty critical in the end of yeah. the processes that lawmen take. And I think that comes from an object, again, the objective, like, journalistic source because if yeah. like again being a true crime podcaster in this research i do like the reason we know the reason serial killers serial kill is because yeah. they can they find ways to subvert cops expectations and For it's sure. not that fucking hard <laughs> no because it's it's a 50 50 chance every time a cop comes across a murder that it gets solved that, that makes sense Coin that makes sense that makes sense yeah every time yeah like that includes fifty percent of that is also you have to be right in that fifty percent. Some of that percentage is people confessing to it immediately yeah. or being right there. <laughs> Who did it? Like they yeah. walk into a scene, which is most murders, mind yeah. you, is they walk into a house where a domestic issue has happened, mm-hmm. most likely, or an intruder or whatever. I don't know what the like long running thing is. It's usually domestic or an accident. Yeah. So the person with the who has killed someone is right there. Or it's a heat of the moment thing and they didn't get away. Yeah. Or if they do, they apprehend them very quickly. That's most murders investigations. Yeah. yeah. If you want to call it that. Then the cop's job is done. They got the guy. Yeah. 
But if it's anything more complicated than that, they're pretty fucking bad at it. It takes a really long time. Like, it takes a really they, long they time. Never the Zodiac. Green River Killer. Yeah. Like, was like going on 25 years. Yeah. Of of a slot. The dude's, the great, Gary Ridgway's IQ was 72. Oh, God. And a team of cops had to make a task force with their own jackets, Gene. They had their own special <laughs> Green River Killer Task Force jackets, and they couldn't catch a dude with an IQ of 72 yeah. for 27 years. Yeah. Yeah. That's how old I am. Yeah. It took them my lifetime to catch a dingus <laughs> on wheels who was killing women and then just leaving their bodies where he killed them. Yeah. He wasn't like crafty with it. It's just because no. they were sex workers and the cops didn't actually give a fuck. Yeah. Which that's usually. Sorry for getting heated. This no, is a murder okay. casserole. And I've no. already done that episode, by the way. Go listen to the Green River Killer with my buddy Carson Tunnel over on Murder Cast. Wherever you get your pots. Oh, well, there's Sorry. your plug. There's uh, my plug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, plug um, the mic. Yeah, too. plug the, yeah. A uh, couple questions like to ask at the end. It's going to be a little longer episode, but that's okay. Sorry, I got I got yeah, hot. It's, it's all right, dude. Yeah, it's okay. It's a hot room right now. It's a hot You're room. You're a hot host is what it Thank is. Thank you. Thank you. You, I, give me, yeah. you give me the right pieces yeah. so I can, I can, I just go. Yeah. And you'll let me smoke weed in your room, so yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on. I dude, I my my whole thing is that I want every episode to be very much my guest, like whatever that nice. means. Like I want I want them to get the the experience. Uh, there's been a couple times where I haven't been successful, but for the most part, you get my guest's personality by the end it's of the admirable. episode. Yeah, I feel like mine is a bit masturbatory. Like I'm, I'm very I'm very much of a yes ander in this aspect. Where like I, as long as I know, and you know, I'll I'll, I'll find ways to bring it back. But like yeah. as long as I know where it's going, and I'm like I'm a little bit of a spectator throughout it, but I'm also like. I'm guiding. I'm guiding through and be like, okay, well, here's a good time to turn around now. You're good at it. Thank you. Thank you. It's you and Milo Loza. Milo's pretty good at this too. Mm. He's good at like just bringing it back to a question, but also yeah. keeping it going to, yeah. to get a lot out. Or maybe I just talk a lot. We do talk a lot, but it's fine. And I like people who don't <laughs> let me do. Just let me talk. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It's that's been fair. comforting though. I like yeah. this. Thank you. Well, I don't go to therapy. So you, this is good. You don't go to therapy, <laughs> so this is okay. All right, yeah, I'm not really a therapist. I'm not a, a but you I'm know, not asking. I'm a good for you listener. Therapize me. I'm just saying I'm replacing it with something. Hmm. I like the, pies. What could be this. I like pies too. Should we yeah. go get some pies? Maybe, maybe I could be. I bet yeah. for some pies. You got questions or what? I got some questions. <laughs> I got some questions. You got some answers? Yeah, we'll see. Let's see. Let's, let's see. find out. Let's right. get after it. All right. So first question I like to ask you is, uh, since this is a comic book podcast, I'm just going to get into this voice right now, you know, Do it. uh, since this is a comic book podcast, uh, what was, uh, what was like a first meaningful, you know, uh, introduction to, to comic books, whether it's uh comic books themselves, it could be mm. a TV show, a movie, just like the zeitgeist that is, the, that is comic books. Comics, yeah. I've always liked comic books since I, as long as I can remember, I've always had them around. I have a like pretty all right collection. I think it's back home in Iowa, but mm. I, cause I've, I haven't really kept up on it, but um, yeah, I remember I had a lot of Archie comics because you could get mm. an Archie's digest, which had like five issues and a little tiny book. Oh yeah, which Sonic does that a lot, and I had Sonic stuff as well. Yeah, but I, I like I always like the stuff that was more 
comedy, like slice of like comedy stuff, like Archie. Because yeah. spoilers, I don't know if you guys read Riverdale. We we're talking about it, but yeah. it's not. The comics are not that. No, <laughs> at all. It's like take everything sexy from it and take everything dark from it. Yeah, and just completely change the fucking yeah. tone. And that's why I'm like, this doesn't make sense. But um, it is really funny. And I had to watch it because I think it's whatever. It is um, it is hot garbage in the best way possible. But same thing with like Sabrina. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I think those are similar like show producers who. It's the same creator. Yeah, there you go. Same creator, yeah. So they clearly have a thing going, yeah. which is yeah. fine. Uh, uh, I also really liked, um, like I was really into war movies as a kid yeah. and still remain like just a, a, you know, I'm a white guy. So it's like, <laughs> I always enjoyed reading about war and history and stuff like that. So yeah. I was always really into Sergeant Fury and his Howling Commandos. Oh, nice. Cause yeah. those books from like the sixties and seventies were just so comically anti-Nazi. Yeah. And it, they're just punching Nazis in the head, knocking their teeth out and like <laughs> shooting people. And it's weirdly tied in with some actual historical things. They're yeah. fighting actual battles, but they're a group of multi-ethnic, multinational group mm-hmm. of commandos who are dropped into random World War Two battles to kick ass. Yeah. I think in one, they like they arrest Hitler for a while, but he gets away. <laughs> that sounds right. But I had a bunch of those. So, yeah, that's dope. Do you have, uh, do you remember what your first comic book you owned was? The first comic book I owned. I don't. I probably had some hand-me-downs, though. Okay. They're probably just some around. My mom, my bio mom's big into comic books. Okay. She's always big into comic books. Big into comic books, big into Mad Magazine, stuff like that. Okay. Which she was kind of weird. She didn't let me watch The Simpsons, but she would buy me issues of Mad Magazine yeah, like, without me asking. Yeah. And she saw I had an interest in like comedy. And she's like, this is comedy to me. That shit's not. Like, <laughs> like you. That's I great. think it's also, it's like, I would yeah. rather you be reading than watching TV. You know, That's that makes sense. That's a big part that of it That makes sense. Uh, and I've always been a big reader. I don't know why she was yeah. trying to push me more. <laughs> I liked it enough as it was. I mean, maybe she's just trying to... Trying to I still uh, read. I'm an adult, yeah. young millennial that reads. It's crazy. That's pretty rare, I'm told. I am also an adult, young millennial. Because it's not Harry Potter. I middle millennial, I guess. Only read those when I was a kid, because they're fucking kids' books. Yeah. That's fair. I didn't actually read the Harry Potter books. Well, not that good. They're just. Have you read yeah. the Bible? You've read Harry yeah. Potter. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, which is ironic because the Christian it hated comes them for back. A long time. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think they're probably now probably pretty into it now that oh, J.K. Rowling's a transphobe. Oh yeah, yeah. I was talking about that <laughs> with like, uh, someone recently on the episode. <laughs> I've done that on uh, yeah. like on stage. I think or something. I was just fucking around talking. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Turns out the enemy of my enemy is my friend. <laughs> That's great. Uh, we should unburn those books, Stephanie. <laughs> Pray to Jesus and let him re- reanimate them. Yes. Like, just like Jesus. Bring him back from the dead. This is a Pentecostal thing. Yeah. Um, do you have a top five favorite uh, comic series or graphic novels? You know, um, uh, I'll say my friend Dahmer as a true crime yeah. that I am was really good and really interesting. And I tend to like those more minimalist ones, but also yeah. like Watchmen. Oh, love that's Watchmen. great. It's great. Um, last podcast on the left has a comic, couple of comic books that I really like. the first couple of issues of this comic called Soul Plumber. Yeah. Um, that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some other graphs? I mean, I really like that. Oh, the uh, Kent State. Yeah. One that also is done by Durf. <laughs> That's all that coming to my head right 
Oh, Tales from the Crypt, bro. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I have so many Tales from the Crypt books. Yeah. Like somewhere in a thing. The Tales from the Crypt <laughs> and the noir ones. There's like Ray Bradbury had a series. Yeah. These old ones because there was a really cool comic book shop that was just called Comics, Cards, and Bubblegum or something like dumb like that. Okay. In uh, my hometown, Davenport, yeah, yeah. Iowa. And I would go there with my mom every once in a while, and it was old books, primarily. It was like used books. Yeah. So, you could get – and I always preferred the older stuff just because it seemed like – I could go to a gas station or a Walgreens and get like an Archie comic or a Superman comic <laughs> yeah. or a Spider-Man comic. Yeah. And I like those too. Of the superheroes, I was more a Spider-Man kid because he a was lot of a people kid. Are. A lot of people are, it seems like. Yeah. And Fantastic Four. I was like Fantastic Four. Yeah. That's good stuff. Uh, I was never as big in the X-Men or any of the DC stuff. Of the DC stuff, yeah. I was like Batman more. Everyone is. Everybody loves Batman more. That's, mm, that's just kind of worse. Fucking nerds like Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking yeah. fascists like Superman. Fascists, is what yeah. it is. Have you, have you read uh, Superman Red Sun where he basically is a fascist in that? Like uh, I have heard of that. To, yeah, it's great. He goes to he gets uh, taken over. He, he gets adopted by Stalin. It's great. Um, During yeah, the Cold War. That's uh, hot. It's great. I feel like if it's Red yeah, Sun, fun. it would be yeah. Japanese. No, well, Red States. It's, it's well, it's the uh, yeah, it's the it's the, the Red uh, Sickle. Super exactly. Red Stickle. Red Stickle. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. I don't know why I keep doing well, that. But the Reds because there is the Red Sun that that Krypton had. That's kind of why. It oh, has okay. Yeah. They, 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 they play around with words, the, you know. They play around with the words. Um, I don't know as much about the. Lore. And then here's the uh, here's the here's the here's the, here's, here's the whiplash. Question that comes out of nowhere, but makes sense. What inspired you to do comedy? Oh, <laughs> probably listening to it a lot when I was a kid. My yeah. older sister, uh, Colleen, was a big uh, fan of comedy. She was big into Dane Cook <laughs> when I was a kid. Yeah, and uh, she had a couple of his CDs. Mm -hmm. She had some of his stuff on an iPod, and I, I somehow acquired a CD of his. I don't remember which one. Hmm. Uh, Retaliation, I think okay. it was. And I was able to put that in my Walkman and listen to just somebody do which I didn't even know that uh, there was a thing that someone had a job as, was that yeah. you just went in front of people and told and tried to make them laugh. Yeah. And uh, for him being like the intro to it, it's mm -hmm. kind of a cool thing because he's not set up joke, set up no. joke. So no. you kind of come into it being you got to be more personal and tell a story. Not that you have to, but no. it's that's kind of his mode. So it felt that. And then from there, I, Chris Rock and yeah. Eddie Murphy and George Carlin a little bit later and Tommy Tiernan's this Irish guy I really like. And oh, I was always really big into Louis Um <laughs> You're not the first person who said that. Yeah, yeah. Dave Chappelle, even yeah. too. I like the bad guys now, <laughs> the ones who are bad. And then recently, it's been more like. A, yeah. But what inspired me was probably just like being able to make my friends laugh. Yeah, and my family laugh. And you know, even though they're supposed to laugh at you, kind of almost. Yeah, it almost doesn't feel genuine. It gives you enough of a confidence if you can make. Like a group of people around you, regardless of the setting, yeah. like chuckle. That gave me enough confidence, like at the end of high school, to finally be like, "We'll give this a try." Yeah, because I've been writing and I'd been acting. Yeah, and this feel felt like a very natural combining of it, the two things. You definitely have like you definitely have that kind of drama kid like vibe. Like, drama like, kid. Yeah, you definitely have that. Like you, you're more loud. You're more like animated. You know, yeah. which is pretty common for like the drama kid vibe. Because like, like Kyle Adams, for example. My roommate, 
Very Drama much kid? that same way. Drama kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could Definitely that. makes sense. You yeah. Know? It's, it's interesting how yeah. people come to it. And it's just what gets you, you know, you get on stage. And you're like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. And you figure to laugh on stage as an actor, like when you're a theater kid. Yeah. You're oh, like, big, oh, my God. Dude, I got to oh laugh. God. I got to laugh at church one time. And that Whoa. that was like a big, that was one of the seeds. Fucking yeah. Taylor Tomlinson with a penis over here, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you. I think that's how she got her start. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Having a penis. Having a penis? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, she was a church comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was yeah. a church circuit. Oh, that doesn't, that doesn't surprise me so much. Yeah. And then she made a joke about like being in bed with someone on Twitter and she got fired oh. from like, <laughs> like the crashing thing yeah. where he gets fired oh, yeah. from the, that kind of happened to her. Yeah. Kind of thing where they're just like, you can't say that. Yeah. If you work which for is, us. Which, which is dumb. You know? Yeah. Well, the, uh, not to be cruel to Christians, but you know, religion is inherently Dude, I have a lot of issues with religion. Christianity specifically, but religion, I think, inherently are inherently like religious figures are censors. Yeah. Because if you speak completely freely, you find the gaps. Yeah. And you find the holes. For sure. So they can't have you doing that in a public forum because other people will get understand. They like that's a concerted thing. Like I'm not being tinfoil. It's 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 it's, it's, it's definitely like a. it's, it can't function if it's, people it's are echo free chamber. thinking. Yeah, it's echo chamber. Like I, I remember, like my because my dad, like I. So the first when I first like was kind of like I because I, I went from like I went from higher hardcore Christian to like kind of atheist for a while to now I'm like I'm like I'm I'm like open minded agnostic with like kind of an inclination. I think if nothing else, I'm culturally Christian and like you know whatever. But so you hate gay people. I hate gay people. They're the worst. <laughs> you know, they're just. They're, I got you to say they're that so on loud. You, on they're your so podcast. loud. That's just. I know. I just had Bjorn Ryan Gorman last week. I know. Yeah, great That's friend of mine. Fucked up. It's a great friend of it's mine. Fucked up that you and were I, at the height I, I of hate, hate, I hate it. I hate his guts. He's the worst person <laughs> I ever known. No, I. Uh, yeah. You hate my parents. I hate, I hate your parents. Wow. Just gonna, just, All right, we're gonna have words. Let's, say, you know, let's get after it. Let's let's, let's see who else. I. Uh, uh, what is that? What is that? Most the, people who go most, up in yeah. Covert Cafe, aka Growlers. <laughs> Honestly, a healthy portion of the Portland comedy scene. Yeah. Yeah. I just hate Portland as a whole. That's uh, no. No, a lot no. of people do. Yeah, it's fair. But no, I, 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 I like yeah. it here, Portland. You like it? Well, yeah, I've been enjoying well, myself here. It's nice to be in a little bit bigger city and in a region that I don't know as well. It's fun that you say. Portland as a bigger city because it's a small to where city. I grew up. Well, sure, sure, yeah, yeah. Shit, man, my hometown had like fifty thousand people in it, like maybe, <laughs> and that's on the St. Patrick's Day parade day. Did my hometown had two thousand people in it? So. Well, okay, yeah, but see, this is it's comparable. <laughs> so you should really think that this is big city lights, but you've probably yeah. lived here a while. I've lived here a while, and, and it doesn't feel like places. a big city. No. But it, it feels like a like a culturally a bigger city. Yeah, for sure. You know I, I, I get mean? what you're. I get what There's you're just saying. more I arts and culture. And I understand what you're saying. Cor- and once you once you get into that that part. Of Portland, the, the car arts and culture and all that stuff, you know, that's great. That's that's when it gets good. You that's know? like kind of why I came out here. Yeah. Less for the Portland scene, spe- the Portland comedy scene specifically, yeah. but the Portland scene, the just the uh, uh, an area of the country where being an artistic, creative person is mm-hmm. not treated as weird. Yeah, because in my part of the country, you're kind of treated like a weirdo for wanting well, to do that. So, like cool yeah. novelty pet guy oh sure. isn't it so cool that you do comedy colin but if you want to do it anyway seriously people will, like look at you like an insane person yeah 
And if you think, and if I were to say, this is the only way I can communicate is by getting on stage and ranting about something that bothers me, people would be like, you're not healthy. (laughs) Like, that's bad. Why don't you get a job teaching English at a school so you can get that out of your system and do it in a proper way with kids uh, as kids watch your mental breakdown and, uh, (laughs) you know, and then you'll have a few kids of your own and that fixes everything. Um, And then you'll die one day. Well, like, so my my girlfriend That's the commercial for Iowa. Iowa. <laughs> for yeah, a creative yeah. person's life in oh, Iowa. Yeah. So, so my girlfriend recently, I think yesterday she was telling me this. She's like, so there's something about Portland where it just seems like nobody wants to work here. I'm like, yeah. Like, I, I didn't think to say this to her, but now that you're saying this, it makes sense. Yeah, it's a city of artists. We don't want to yeah, work. Yeah, it's, well, our version of work doesn't look like the normal American no. version of work. Like a standard nine to five job doesn't sound fun to me. Yeah, this is the Scandinavia of the United States. Yeah. Where everyone's like, Take three days off. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, just do it. Work for 15 minutes and then take an hour nap. Yeah, just do it. Smoke some weed. Smoke some... You're starting to get Seinfeld in there. Smoke some Smoke weed. Smoke some weed. Yeah. <laughs> All these people want jobs. And I'm here saying, why do you want to work? Yeah. I don't, do want, I don't really like Seinfeld. Yeah, that wasn't even Seinfeld. <laughs> That's at not that even point. great. I could do. Yeah. My friends have compared me energy wise to George Costanza, which I, I can see that a lot more. Like, like my buddy Joey, who's a guy who just got married. Yeah. Uh, shout out Joey. He's on, he's on his vacay right Good now. Good for you, Joey. Go for you, buddy. Good for you. We're proud of you. Yeah, you do. Joey, you I don't know if his work. I don't know if his new wife wants her name shouted out. Yeah, probably don't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't said my girlfriend's name on here. You know, I'm not That's gonna say. Nice. I haven't uh, said my wife's name, but I've said yeah. multiple friends and yeah. comedians' this, names. This is something we got to protect the women. I don't know. <laughs> no, we don't. No, we really don't. But we're we're we doing a bad job at we're it. Doing if a we bad do. job. Yeah. Well, pay, being, have you been paying attention? No. Right now, the state yeah. of Iowa. I want to leave it on this. Okay. Call to arms in the okay. state of Iowa. Have okay. we got any Iowa listeners? Probably. Well, there's got to. Well, be. there's got to be now. Hawkeye yeah. State contingency coming in. Yeah. Let me tell you, the, we, the first time in the history of the state of Iowa, there's a female governor. Yeah. Kim Reynolds is also doing the most harm to women in Iowa that anybody could possibly do by, like I said, calling a special session to vote on abortion. She called in a written statement, the pro-life movement is the most important social cause of our age. (laughs) Oh, God. And if this goes through, Mm -hmm. it would be the strictest abortion law in the country. Damn. Iowa would become a total ban, whereas that this point it has yeah. still been a safe haven yeah for many people to get an abortion because even with the supreme court thing and the overturning of roe we didn't yeah. have trigger laws mm-hmm. but this has come hot on the heels of it so that's that's fun. very important yeah. uh, and very upsetting and i don't want to leave it on down note no but i, I mean, will yeah. say hey yeah. any iowa friends who may need an abortion come on out to oregon come, out to come oregon. on out to you know what you don't even have to come i'll throw my ass in my shit in a shitty honda civic <laughs> and i will bring you out here and if i need to if i need to go in the trunk yeah Colin just needs someone to hang out with. I just need someone to hang out with. And if it means I have to aid and abet an abortion, I'll do that. That's what should be the new. We redid CIA. We'll redo AAA. It's aid and abet an abortion. (laughs) That's a good one. That's not bad. Uh, I'm good. doing your your word yeah, jokes. Yeah, yeah, that the, it, it took me till right now. It took it right now. 
Till right now. I'm talking right here. Till the, is this the end? This is pretty much, I have one more question. Oh, shit. Uh, okay. Two questions, actually. One question. Oh, sorry. Anything else you want to plug? Uh, the side from oh, the podcast you oh, already yeah, said. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I also host a, I got I got a room where we do comedy not too far mm. from here. No. On Foster Road at Unlimited IPA on 6350 Southeast Foster is the address. Sounds about right. We're there every Sunday at 7 p.m. Most nights, most Sundays are going to be your riff mic. Still riffing. Yeah. Open mic. Comics come. Get something to joke about right there on on the spot do a hot riff yeah it's a damn good time it's a fun time uh so come down to that they got to hear, they got to hear a origin story together that, that i totally didn't make up oh yeah yeah remember that oh, which one was that the origin the one where i told how i met you oh how did yeah. you meet i don't I you were burning down an orphanage uh that was, they had an open mic inside of it but the story started in 1962, first of all. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. I think that's when my mom was born. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It was, uh. Checks out. Checks out. But, uh, yeah. The and Czech we, Republic. We, I don't know. Czech Republic. <laughs> I got a little bit of Czech there. in me, actually. Yeah, There's a lot of Czech people in Iowa. You got some Czechs in you? <laughs> well, I'm also Irish, so it's Czechs mix. <laughs> Plus, are you, are you uh, old enough to know how to write a check? Uh, I've never had a checkbook, but I do know how to write a check. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never had a checkbook. Check, All of please. my rents have been paid <laughs> via yeah. cash, honestly. Cash. My first apartment, yeah. I did pay in cash, like to my roommate. Oh, I just yeah. gave him a, like, two hundred. It was, I paid, <laughs> here's how much my rent. It was 260 a month Damn. to live in this shithole in Cedar Falls, Iowa. Was, when I was in college, my super cheap, college. Though. And I just give him money, give yeah. my roommates money. I don't think I had to set up like a dev. I, I might have. <laughs> I think that's what I did for utilities, actually. I may have yeah. for something else. But anyway, yeah. And we also, we do a showcase yeah. at Unlimited. I forgot to mention. Mm. Uh, last Sunday of the month. So our yeah. next one will be July 30th. And it's okay. going to be a really damn good time. Yeah. We got Taka Horton. Yeah. We got Mixed Alia Bell. All right. We got Dennis Cruz. Nice. We got Ronnie Macaroni. There you go. That's going to be a hooting, hollering time. So you get yourself out to Unlimited IPA on July 30th mm-hmm. at 7 p.m. Is there some uh, social media in case, like, I don't know, like three years down the road, someone yeah. listens to this and, like, none of this applies anymore? You but can you are follow me. On Instagram. On the gram. On the gram. On the gram. At Colin Maddox Comic. You can also go to my website and oh. find information on the podcast that I host and my mm. other shows, uh, which is just www.colinmaddox.com. All right. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What's the what's the more of the story here, by the way, for the book? Of what this story? Of the story. Uh, don't shoot people. Because mm. someone else has already shot someone, probably. And you don't need to do yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say the moral of the story is if you look at Sam Elliott, keep the mustache. Yeah, bro. Keep Sam Elliott without a mustache don't look right. Don't sound right. Don't sound right. I'm don't sure it would change right. the airflow. <laughs> yeah, there's something. It's just, it, it actually ruins the climate, you know? Like, that's the one thing keeping climate change from from, from really going, going bad. Going is, bad. Is, oh, God. Sam. The, Sam. Never, don't go anywhere. Don't, 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 don't. Yeah. Like, we, we have to preserve his, like, if, if it's going to be like, he's going to be the first Futurama style preserved head. Sam Elliott yeah. can just come live in my house when he needs yeah. a place to stay. It's not very big. I'm sure his place is bigger, but, you know, he can, any, any, you're welcome, Sam, anytime. Yeah. yeah. And if we do a movie of this, I think he would be a great. Oh, 
Perfect cast. Obvious issue. And you know Obvious. who would make a good Randy who's dead now is River Phoenix. It looks just fucking oh, like I him. Like, I think they tried to draw him that way. Probably. Yeah, he's sense. got that River Phoenix hair, too. Yeah. So I bet you could cast, like... The corpse Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe could probably do a pretty good job. Okay. I'm just saying, Jesus, reanimate River Phoenix. So Let's we can do make that. This movie. Jesus can't do that. Jesus. Uh, I mean, it could be, it could be either saying you can't Jesus. reanimate no, 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 somebody no, who, who no, died of no, speed no, all no, over no, his no, cheek. No, no, no. I could either be saying to Jesus, or I could be like, Jesus, come oh, on. Okay, I'm sorry. Come on, right. people. Yeah, reanimate the corpse of River Phoenix. Apologies. Scientists, Jesus. let's do this. Apologies. It's uh, There's no apologies necessary. <laughs> That's the more of the story is we need a new River Phoenix. New River Phoenix. New River Phoenix. Maybe we need, maybe what we really need, though, is a dryland falcon. Oh. Mm. All right. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>